Bilky, we're back. It's another glorious day to record some podcasting news of nerdy stuff. I don't know. <laughs> you bet your ass it is. <laughs> oh, we got a special guest on the pod that we'll intro here in a second, but for now, let's get that sweet, sweet intro music by none, none other than Kenny the Plug into your hearts and souls. Welcome back to A Little Bit of Nerd, your recreation destination for all things nerdy. As usual, I'm your host, Jalen Holston, and alongside me, through all of these shows, is, is a true friend. A friend who, in the blackest day, of blackest night, will do this podcast with all his might. Mr. Bilkey, how are you doing today, sir? Fuck, dude, you top yourself every single time. I, I don't understand how you do it. You know, it really just comes from the heart, how I feel and how I'm, how I'm going about the day, and, you know... You just, you have a special place in my soul, Bilky. Dude, I'm, I'm touched. Oh. Tickle me pink. <laughs> Unreal. And today, we have a live guest in the studio, all the way from the Galactic Dads podcast, Mr. Brandon Evans. How, How are you doing How is it going? Today, sir? Dude, I'm glad to be here. Awesome. From a whole 12 parsecs away. <laughs> That's quite the journey right yes. there. Yeah. Yes. Well, we got the new Mandalorian trailer that came out this week. Uh, we got some Green Lantern news, Bilky, I know you were... Hyped about that one. I was so I after that in there. shit show we saw from Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds a couple Ryan. years ago. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and much, much more. So let's get into this sweaty conversation. First of all, our guest of honor, Mr. Brandon Evans, tell us about your podcast, Galactic Dads. Well, Galactic Dads podcast is, uh, well, it's about some geeky dads talking <laughs> about geeky things. Now that's what I'm talking about. I buy into something like that. It's, uh, it really started from the idea of. You know, I'm a geek, and I love all things nerdcore, have since I can remember. And then I kind of got older, and life happened. I uh, got married, had a child, uh, as that tends to follow. Excellent. And I was like, hey, I'm still into all this geek stuff. I just don't have time for as much. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I've, well, I've got, there's got to be people like me out there. Yeah. So the whole point of the podcast is to talk to other geeky dads. I love it. I hope so. The thing about your show that I like, obviously, is when you guys start having those dad conversations. Those always kill me because they're they're just classic, you know. Exactly. Parenting stuff. Kids never get old, especially with our homie Kenny having a baby. Right yes. Then. So, yes. Like, oh I'm yeah. To well, that's, I'm gonna say that's a dad you could throw on your podcast if you want. You <laughs> if he's into geeky stuff, or oh, absolutely. If he oh, has a sure. child, come one, on over. One of the founding fathers of the pod, in fact. Yeah, I was oh, gonna say. I think really? he was on our first podcast. He ever. was. We we Power about, Rangers. Uh, yeah, Power Rangers and Thirteen <laughs> Reasons Why. Yes. Oh wow! <laughs> I just watched an episode of the latest season, Thirteen Reasons Why, last I, night. I can't do it. Here's the thing. Not after two. I stopped, but my wife had on, because when you're married, you, you kind of watch what your wife wants to watch oh. every once in a while. It's right. give and take. That's good to know. Good yeah. to know. It's give and take. <laughs> She'll watch stuff I want to watch, and then we'll watch stuff she wants to watch, and I'm just, I can't do it. These high schoolers all look 30, <laughs> and they all have way more problems <laughs> than I ever had. Dude, when I was in high school, I just wanted to get through the next period, get a candy bar, and leave so I can just go play PlayStation. 100%. That's, that's These so people true. are like covering up attempted mass murders and stuff. Like it's, <laughs> no. 
I didn't even make it to season two. Uh, Jalen told me that one of the main dudes from season one, the guy yeah, who no. had the 13th tape, he gets like sodomized. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, I don't even want to watch this. No, this that's okay. what killed it for me after that. I was like, I'm done with, after two, I'm done. I can't, that, crazy, I watch this man. Crazy spoiler. Get wrecked. The whole point of season three is that they try to cover up the fact that that guy tried to do like a school shooting. Oh, after really? His, oh, after oh his horrible God. sodomizing. Yeah. Oh. So they've upgraded from swirlies. Yeah, apparently. So I can yeah. cram them in the locker. Apparently, like, you can take some bullying. People make fun of the clothes you're wearing and stuff like that. Now it's upgraded to get ready for forcible sexual assault <laughs> so, in the yeah. bathroom. In the bathroom from multiple people. Someone's gay in that room. Oh, oh yeah, 100%. That's, that, you don't just do not that to idea. people. Not someone. Everyone <laughs> involved in the assault. <laughs> 100%. That's what they they're all hiding behind their Letterman's. Well, yeah, speaking of your child, <laughs> your daughter Kinsley, who I've only met on a couple of occasions through, you know, various me going over to your house to work on comic book stuff. Lovely Indeed. child, cute as ever all the time. Tell us about her a little bit. What are some favorite moments you've had and such? Oh, I don't even know where to start. I'm going to start, I guess, with uh, her showing up. Yeah. Day she was born. That's probably a good <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm a dad now, which is weird because you're like, hmm. I don't know that I'm ready for this. Like, there's no training course. <laughs> there's no... There's no, no quick idea. tutorial you no can one, watch on YouTube. Or, no, no, like, I didn't graduate. Somebody gave me a degree like, yeah, you should raise a child. Like, you're ready. <laughs> you, you, you like, did. I'm a man child. I don't uh. know that I'm ready. So when did your dad powers come in? Yes. Those came in real strong um, as soon as I woke up day one. Really? Nice. Yeah. Like... I don't know how it happened. I woke up in some sweet white New Balances. And <laughs> jokes. I was like, "Here come the jokes." Maybe oh, the <laughs> I, for some oh reason, I God. had on like <laughs> it was a fanny pack that just grew oh out my of my God. abdomen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but and my wallet and my keys—they're yeah. all just right here. Come this on. is so handy. My so wife nice. grew a baby. I grew a gut. With a fanny pack underneath it. Nice. It's like Weird. their dad utility belt. Oh. You get a cell phone clip on there as well. Yeah. It was, all of a sudden, my pockets were way too tight to hold my cell phone comfortably. Oh, was, man. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. But the wallet always sticks out about four Just inches. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a good four inches. Funny story wallet. about the wallet. I actually thinned my wallet down since my daughter was born. Really? It was starting to, nice. it was like sitting on a phone book. I can't stand it. Yeah. And I was like, eh, we gotta get rid of some things. <laughs> I'm too young to develop sciatica right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of a blockbuster card. Oh, no. no an ancient relic. Yeah. I'm gonna frame that one. I don't that know. Was, I was like, ooh, look at this World War II memento. <laughs> That's incredible. No, oh. but uh, favorite moments with the kids so far? Uh, probably whenever I get her to watch TV with me. Nice. So we move away from like, you know, Puppy Dog Pals and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and she'll watch American Dad and Family Guy with me. Nice. <laughs> Which I probably need to kind of Training her well. off. Nah. But she'll sing, she'll sing the theme songs. Oh, That's nice. Awesome. <laughs> Which is always kind of surprising. Right. And then, um... Taking her to meet Captain Marvel was a pretty big... Yeah, a nice I've been there. Brie Larson. Yeah, that was cool. That's awesome. That's insane. Those are some awesome moments. And just for for our clarifications, because we, we don't have children, but... That we, you know of. Right, that we know uh, of. But so, so when you leave the hospital, is there a receipt that comes with the child? Like if you went to a Target store and you bought <laughs> a pair question. of shoes, can you, just, can you just return the baby... If it's not up to your specifications, or is that 
I asked if there was an exchange policy. Okay. Or just like a 30-day return. Money back guarantee. Is there a warranty on the child? Like if she's 15 and you're not liking how it's going down, you can just... "Mm, I don't know about this. It's odd. You do get a receipt, and that's called the birth certificate. You don't get it right then. They make you come back with other forms and wait too long to put it in. Like it's a pain in the ass. Right. And then you have to go to the social security office. Oh, my. And get... Like there has to be a receipt that she's a person. (laughs) You yeah. can't just bring it in and be like, <laughs> no, no, for real, look. look it's Which is here. weird, because if that piece of paper, like, gets thrown away on accident or something, like, she doesn't disappear. Right. Like, they lead <laughs> you to believe. Like, she still exists. She is still in the realm of crazy. Yeah. She's not on the upside But, down. Uh, yeah, there's nothing that says I can bring her back, and there's nobody that asks me, hey, are you ready for this? They just go, well... Time to leave. Oh, <laughs> good luck. I hope you have a car seat because if you don't, we won't let you leave. I'm like, well, that's oh, kind of strange. Kind of weird. Yeah. It, yeah. So maybe that's the loophole for the return policy. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. If you return the car seat, you return the kid. <laughs> like, that's the mind blower. <laughs> no one's connecting. The hospital claims it like the banquet yeah. on your house. We did it. We really did. <laughs> We're putting a lien on your kid till that car seat comes in. <laughs> exactly. Uh, All right. Anyway. Yeah. But there's no reason I'd take her back now. Anyway. Right. She's too funny. Way too funny. Yeah. And when she becomes a teenager, I might be like, mm, full bad boys. I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna put you up on the secondary market. Goodness, I got one more question for you, but <clears throat> I really need, I need to I need to get into character right now with you, mm-hmm. Mr. Evans. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So here's the thing, Mr. Evans. I've known you for a little bit now. All right. Oh, yes. working on that character. I've known, I've known you for a little bit now. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I've known you for a little bit now. It was Halloween on Thursday, correct? This past Thursday? Yes, this past Thursday. Yes, I believe it was. October 31st, it's Halloween. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we know you to be quite the prolific nerd in all of these circumstances regarding Marvel and DC television. Right. Right. So, you have a copy of Mjolnir, the hammer, in your house. Indeed. Amazing. And your daughter. I'm sorry, a physical... A physical... Yeah. He, yes, yes, really? yes, 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 he does. He does. Okay. I've seen what? it on to Instagram. To scale. Yes. To scale. Continue. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So, let me just break this down for you right now. It is your responsibility as a father, as a nerdy father, to make sure that your children are also nerds when they grow up. Is it or is it not? Um, I believe that is true, yeah. Yeah, it's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a redundant question. I, was, I, already, I already had the answer, but yeah. Yeah, you see where I was going right there. So, so it, it was appalling to me. It was devastating to me when I was scrolling through the Facebook feed and I see Kinsley not dressed as Thor Jane Foster. What do you got to say for yourself right now? That's pretty easy. We asked Kinsley what she wanted to be for Halloween, and she did not say Thor Chain Foster. <laughs> that is blasphemous. <laughs> that is blasphemous. I am offended. I am appalled that you, as a father of a daughter, as a nerd, did not make her dress up as Thor Jane Foster. I'm just going to say that right now. Get on the record. Uh, that's cool, but you apparently don't have much experience with women. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> Whether they're two and a half or well 30. Well done. <laughs> if you try to tell them what they're going to wear... They are not going to wear it. <laughs> so what did she end up being yes. for Halloween? Uh, true to form, she's a witch. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. So she <laughs> is... True to form, she's a witch. She, uh, she pawned this, this cute little witch's outfit, and she was absolutely adorable. Pointed hat. Nice. Well but my mistake was not giving her the hammer. Right. I was going to say, she could have been a witch. Yeah, she could have been with the witch. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. She, All the she powers. could have been really knocking on people's doors. Doom! Just like, give me candy, goddammit. Just looking at him. Sorry, like, your ring you just doorbell. Break broke. my door? Yeah. What the hell? 
<laughs> My God, I thought the cops were knocking. Surrender the candy. Give me yes. the candy. <laughs> Have you guys uh, ever uh, participated in trick-or-treating with young children? Oh, yes. It is incredible yes. how fast you go from yeah. like drinking at like Halloween parties to watching your kid go. Yes. And as soon as your child is walking away from the door, you're like, did you say thank, thank you? you? <laughs> Get off the grass. Oh, Only man. one piece. Oh, no, you know, I'm getting some PTSD no. thinking about it. Yeah, no. now you think of your childhood like, yeah, my parents it's kept that, yelling yeah. that at me. And all yep. the time. It's incredible how fast that becomes you. Yes. And they're like sprinting a couple houses ahead. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the news, that one girl got hit by a car because she was just out what? darting around or whatever. It was and, over in Wentzville or yeah, something. Yeah, she's in a black costume in the sun setting. Yes. What are you doing? Oh, you got to put reflectors on that stuff. I had dad anxiety. Yes. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> What if that was my kid? Oh, oh God. God. And then you just fall into Watch, the rabbit hole. Watching my kid go down the sidewalk, and I'm like, stay off the curb. <laughs> Curve. <laughs> Game on. <laughs> oh I've always God. had the reflectors, though. No matter what my costume was, I right? had a necklace. Had to. Mm-hmm. I should have been Iron Man. That oh would have been the God. best. That's one. the reflector. The Just have the suit. W- the one reflector coming under your T-shirt. Mm-hmm. The whole suit. Bro. Mine was a little pumpkin necklace. Nice. It always just flash. I was like, Mom, I'm a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be unseen. You want to be unseen out in that street, all over the hood of that car? Exactly. Put that reflector on. One hundred percent. It was my SpongeBob one too. Oh, nice! That one's good. I just had the big box, so my arms would stick out and my head would stick out. Oh God! Literally just SpongeBob in block form on my torso (laughs) with a pumpkin necklace. Totally matched. You should just go put that on right now. Yeah, I'll do that for the rest of the episode. If I had it with me, I would, because I I went to a party a couple days ago and I couldn't find it, so I had to you know improvise my typical Peter Parker. Parker. But But it's still a good. That's that's a classic look. Mm, That is good. That one's since. College has always worked for you. Very well yeah. done. It paid off to spend all my money on nerd clothes and then yes. just say, oh wait, I can be Peter Parker. <laughs> I did year. go as Black Superman to one event. It was wonderful. I yes. remember that. It was great. Yeah, yeah it was I'm good sorry time. I missed that. Yeah, you, you Actually. did. It was pretty awesome. Just a good good old t-shirt. had the Clark Kent glasses just in case with a little button up over it. I just kind of walked around and... Just expose a little, just so they know. Just so, so they know. Just an idea. Bam. You're aware. Mm-hmm. You're aware. You know what's up. <laughs> well, Mr. Evans, it's very nice having you on the podcast. Well, let's get to some of this delicious, nerdy agendas that we've got on the show today. First and foremost, the Mandalorian final trailer dropped this week. I watched it. I loved it. And I cannot wait for it. Did either of you two get a chance to view the trailer? Absolutely. Yep. I watched yeah. it today because you told me to. <laughs> I I watched it before I ever came over. Right. I have a weird thing with trailers where typically I don't like to watch them before I go see it. Maybe I'll watch the first one, but if, yeah. when it gets to the second and third, if they have it, I don't want to see that much because they're going to give me the whole movie. It's well, a TV show on Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. Besides, I was talking about trailers. Damn I know. It. <laughs> it really looks movie quality, though. Right. That's what. That's what the what first thing I put in my nose was like. They're pumping some money. And, and that's Disney, so it shouldn't be that surprising. But, right. like, you expect, like, okay, well, that's obviously a TV thing or a streaming show. Look at, no, this looks like they this could just this thing has throw it out there. Yeah. yeah. Like, like a Game of Thrones buzz. It's the real thing. It, yeah, a little bit more, actually. It looks like legit Star Wars movie quality. Yeah. Like, there's no yeah. downgrade for TV. <laughs> oh, man. I was just, I was 
I was very impressed. But overall, what was your guys' favorite parts of the trailer? Brandon, let's go to you first since you're the guest of honor. What was the thing that, when you got done watching that trailer, you were like, damn, that is cool? Okay, first was the stack of people frozen in carbonite. Oh my god. So the bounty hunter aspect is strong yes. with this. And successful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's good. <laughs> Quite lucrative, that He's got a deck of bounties just <laughs> on deck. He's got all pieces of Exodia ready to trade in. Just big chilling on it. Yeah, and I also, the... It, Looks like the combat is yeah. well thought out and done. Like you can see in a yeah. couple of the scenes, the Mandalorian takes some heat. Yeah, like he's not infallible. Right, he's not John Wick. Yeah, uh, he's no John Wick. He's John, no John Wick, Wick takes some heat too. Yeah, he but. does, but it's also more savage when he's yeah. just like, "Oh, your life is now ending. Thank mm. you." Oof. Next, <laughs> he executes. <laughs> <on him. laughs> yeah. The guy's brutal. Like yeah, Vilky, what did you like most about this trailer? Things of that nature. So the combat did stick out for me as well. Because the thing that I was super hyped about is that they actually landed their blaster shots. Yes. Yeah. So it looks like people are going down. So I was like... There's no stormtroopers here. <laughs> exactly. Like, all right, we're going to get some accuracy. Hopefully we get some good dialogue with it. But I'm really looking forward to the wildlife that they're going to bring out. Oh, yeah. The creatures. Yeah. Like, you know, trying to hogtie this thing. And there's, at the beginning, I think they were riding on some sort of creature. They were. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably not horse-like like probably how they did in that trailer nine. But I'm really looking forward to seeing just all the stuff they create for us in the Star Wars universe. Yes, because I know it's supposed to be taking place in there at some point in time, and I just want to dive in deeper. Yeah, I believe it's post episode six. It's in that little okay yeah, so area it's, around it's there. Five years after Return of the, the Jedi, Jedi twenty five years before the Force Awakens. Boom. Okay, beautiful. This is hype. Beautiful. Now we can just now... dive in and let me just get engulfed in it, so that way I'm eager for the next shit to come out. That's what I'm most looking forward to: is this whole world that we get to explore that doesn't have to tie into any of the other movies. It's just like okay, it's about this character, but it's in the Star Wars universe. It felt very Clint Eastwood. With this yes. little, like, kind of western, just <laughs> yeah, like he's just this. <laughs> That's actually the tumbler going through, the... <laughs> drifting through space. Yes, <laughs> tumbleweed. Well, apparently, they have horses that can sit on star so destroyers, so, like, whatever, <laughs> nothing matters anymore. That was oh, a nice piece God. of the trailer. The final trailer for The Mandalorian that really caught me is that western feel, yeah. it's like a western space opera. Which yeah, I know, I know Firefly it. has kind of dabbled in that before, but this looks like it's it's being done on such a larger scale. And it's Star Wars. Yeah. So naturally, it's just a more marketable piece of IP anyway, right? Well, and, yeah. That, man, they got some talent for this thing. Yeah, the like, lead in there is really good. Yeah, and then uh, they got uh, John Juan Carlo Esposito. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you've I ever did. seen yeah. Breaking Bad, you know this guy. <laughs> Oh, He's here to good. bring it. I don't want to trigger saying. anybody, but I couldn't even make it through the first episode of Breaking Bad. Fair well, enough. That's because the first episode's the most boring episode. <laughs> Bilky, what I, do I tell you about I when know. you start a show? Three oh, episodes. It's a three-episode rule, because the, the pilot, usually, unless they're CW network shows, which usually have good series premieres, except for Batwoman, we'll get into that later. Oh. <laughs> they like Unless they're those, it takes at least three, because the first one's just like... Here's all the stuff. Here's what we're going. Here's what we're doing. Second one's a little bit more streamlined. And then by that third one, you're like, this is what the now show is. Now we're getting into we better this. better get somewhere. Stuff. Yes. All righty. But anyways, moving right on down the list, we are going to talk about a potential new Green Lantern series that is coming to HBO Max. Bilky, 
You got first dibs on this one. What do you think about this news? I know it's in the notes here, but you already know I'm going to say it. Give me John <laughs> Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> Give me John Stewart, Green Lantern. I'm also all, I all see. about it, yes. And I know that Ryan Reynolds went and killed himself through the fourth wall in the Deadpool movie. <laughs> but but it's, I just want to bury it. I don't want to ever think about it again. And this could be a fresh start. It's true. Kind of like how they tried to revamp Fantastic Four but failed. Mm. Yeah. Yes, I hope they. Yeah, I really hope they do well with Green Lantern because he's such a dope character. Yeah. And kind of like with the Star Wars universe, you have so much that you can explore with it. Mm. Yeah, you the get... whole core. Like, there's so much that you can do. <laughs> How many sectors are there? So many. Close so many. To sectors. Three thousand. There's like right? two thousand eight hundred. Yeah, maybe they could more. bring in a new ally every single episode. Yeah, that could be cool. Like mm-hmm. new buddy cop of the week. That would be awesome. Be awesome. Yeah. Instead of Villain of the Week, which is so done on television, it's just, oh, here's my new pal, and we're going to go out in space and be was too this. hard to beat. Yeah. On to the next one. <laughs> Who's my new partner this week? Sinistro. Well, oh. your planet seems tame. <laughs> exactly. Brandon, what do you hear or think about when you hear that there could be a new Green Lantern series headed by none other than the Greg Berlanti, which has given us the Arrowverse, in case any of you... I've ever seen those shows. Uh, I think first and foremost, it's on HBO, so it can have some boundaries pushed. Yes, which I like. Isn't wouldn't that be wonderful? That would be cool to see. It'd be cool to see a Green Lantern show that is more based on the core. Yeah, and sometimes like the core obviously gets involved in like intergalactic wars and things like that. Like that's something you could explore on HBO that you can't on the CW. Right, they got more money. Right. Well, also, they don't have the censorship. No. So, I mean, they could go really explore some stuff. Yes. Uh, But I also, the first thing I think when I think of a new DC Green Lantern anything is anybody but how. Yes. That's (laughs) the first thing I think. Usually my first thought goes, let's do Jon Stewart. Yeah, or they can even do the new Fifty Two one with the, the who is gay, by the way. Like, really, oh, Alan hit Scott. It, they can hit it real trendy and just out the gates and just be like, Alan Scott's yeah. here, boom. And we could do Alan Scott, or we could do Simon Baz. And that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Uh, who's power ring now? What's her name? Jessica Cruz. Yep. And she has like severe anxiety, but yet she's a lantern. Right. That would be fun. That'd be an interesting character to watch. That, Especially yeah. on the live screen, seeing what she uses her ring to create. Yes. Oh, yeah. Coming from a point of severe anxiety. That <laughs> it's just like student loan debt overwhelming <laughs> her enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking like two or three YouTube oh, ads in a row God. just popping up. I can't. Oh, my God. It's like some medication ad that just cripples her on TV. <laughs> She's like, amazing. I think I have that. <laughs> No, I'm good. No, I'm all right. <laughs> oh, man. I am decent. But I'm glad you said that. Nothing but how, or anything but anything how. Anything but how. Yeah. Because yeah. that's all you see. And that's one of my kind of criticisms of Green Lantern now. Yeah. Like, I loved it when Jeff Johns brought oh. Hal back in Rebirth because it was just an awesome series and mm-hmm. he expanded the core like crazy. But I don't want Hal to be my Earth Green Lantern. Nah. I really don't. Like, I'm. I'm from the 90s. I love Kyle Rayner. And I feel like ever since Hal came back, Kyle's just been pooped on. It's like, you can take a back seat real yeah. quick. It's all right. We don't know what to do with you, so we'll do something. <laughs> it's terrible. Yes. And then, uh, but Jon Stewart would be really good. Or Guy. Yeah, I could see Guy Gardner be a fun one. John Stewart, in fact, what they should do is just go ahead and start it up. One of them's on Earth. One's doing the space thing with the core. And they get to interact. That'd be That'd awesome. Be I think that's how it should go. Just a little, like, two planet, two storyline, A plot, B plot going on. That would be mind-blowing. Like, John, John's on Earth. 
he's just doing like his post-marine architect life, gets the ring, starts building his superhero career, and then we get to see Guy, because Guy is too wild and brash for her, so they throw him in some weird, crazy space sector. Like, that would be fantastic. I actually have high hopes for that show. I do as well. And moving right along, in the same DC realm, we gotta, we're going to be in here for a while, folks, just so you know, but there is a Get new Superman <laughs> and Lois TV show coming to the CW. It will be focused on Superman's family and will be in the vein of that new 52 run that the great Jordan Menez illustrated, The Super Sons. So, when mm. I say that to you, what does that do for you, Mr. Brandon? I've got to tell you, if it's based out of that, I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm incredibly excited. I read a couple. I read some some of the issues in that arc, but I mean, the, it was mainly the art. I would just look up the art because that God, what what a series that guy did. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. I was surprised when somebody told me there were words in those issues. Right. Like, oh my God. <laughs> There's like actual written word with a story in here, not just the visual storytelling. It's beautifully done by that man. It's all good. And the Super Sons, I mean, kind of, they spin out of like Tomasi's run mm-hmm. over in Superman uh, with his son, John Kent, which is a character I thought I wanted to hate. But he's yeah. lovable. He's, he's great. A lovable Aren't those character. The worst characters. Yes. Those yeah. ones you don't want to like. But then Damien, like, on the other hand, you're like, God, you are such a dick. I, <laughs> I swear to Christ, I wouldn't yeah. mind if you just got battered over by the Joker right now. Like, like, can we Jason Todd? Oh the crowbar? God, please. What's the eight hundred number? I'll he's call such it. a brat, man. Well, it's weird. I'm brat man. Yeah. <laughs> brat man. Joker's in the room, guys. Oh, my bad. Here's my card. Hello. <laughs> now, Damien is a character that I wanted to hate from the beginning as well, and I still hate him today, but now <laughs> he just has a place. Right. I'm like, okay, because he doesn't hang out with Batman, because... Yeah, Batman's no fun with his son. No, he's not. He's no fun with anybody. He's yeah, a very that's the point. Person. He's like, a loner. I know it's. I know he's a Robin technically, but like it's not Dick, yeah, right? Batman was only cool with a, with a Robin when it was Dick Grayson. Like Tim Drake was whatever, Tim, and Tim Drake, in my you know, opinion, was better in his own series as Red Robin. Yeah, there you go. When he caught Raja Ghul's attention, and, right. and he was like, "Yeah," and got the name detective from Ra's al Ghul and you're like yeah this could be fun mm-hmm. <laughs> running with this yeah. there you go but uh, yeah I've, I've hated Damien from the start even though they keep being like well he has ties to Deathstroke and you're like yeah, well, I don't I care, care. Yeah, I don't care don't really give a stop shit stop pushing it <laughs> I agree I, oh my god I need my Batman sunless yes but also if this <laughs> is coming out of that Superman Lowe's TV show I need Superman to have a family. Yeah. So if that's the core of this series... It is, because in the last crossover, they left it off with the cliffhanger that they were going to... Um, God, I can't remember the name of the planet, but it's a offshoot of Krypton where they can have and deliver Daxum. his... Daxum. that's what yeah. it is. So that's where they were going at the end of that uh, the crossover. Um, and Tyler Hoechlin's character and Elizabeth Tulek's oh. character were pregnant, obviously, so they were going to go there and have the baby while Supergirl took care of Earth, because he literally looked at her and goes, Hey... Like, I'm uh, going to need you to hold down the fort because <laughs> got some shit got going shit down. <laughs> some okay, I've got shit. Yes. Uh, as a father now, I really think about this because <laughs> I understand what's involved to make a child. Right. And Superman, Superman, right? Right. I, How does Lois you. survive? I, you know what? I, I was told that when Superman embraces his destiny and goes into the fortress and learns how to become a fully 
No, not for me either. Here's what they I didn't should, believe that mm-hmm. version. Here's no. what they should say. Here's hey, the real Superman situation. took like a 24-hour blue kryptonite pill. Oh, that's what it is. The little blue kryptonite pill that Crypto makes him Viagra. human for like a day. Crypto and that's where they get their son from. Because otherwise... I don't know. Superman equals super nut. Yeah, that's... <laughs> okay. That was the sound of Lois shattering. <laughs> yeah. Like a piece of glass. Just... <laughs> Dude, I mean, it's got to come out of her nose at some point, right? Then, right? It's like, something. God, super nuts. It just no, makes no. me think of the boys. Like That's exactly what makes Someone's me expiring at the end of that mm-hmm. encounter. Exactly. I don't know. Like, I don't want to be gross or anything. I like to think of Superman as, <laughs> as wholesome and, and, and good old of integrity. Good old American boy. <laughs> like, he just really focuses and controls himself. I'm like, yes. no, that's the point in every man's life where you don't control yeah, yourself. Not right. at all. You're like, this just needs to happen. <laughs> Maybe they just donored it, little lab baby. Maybe. <laughs> Milky, what do you them. think whenever I tell you there's going to be a new Superman and Lois TV show centered around the relationship between Superman and his son? Okay, so I like the idea because whenever we got to see Black Lightning, I got a taste of what the family show could be like. Right! And it was yeah. awesome. So it's I was good. like, all right, cool, they're really diving into it, and they stayed current with all of the things that were like an issue in the family's life. Right. With things that happen in the real world, not as extreme as 13 Reasons Why, but they stay within the realm. <laughs> yes. So earlier we talked about how HBO can really push the envelope on explicit content. I would like to see the CW do something like that. That would be cool. Because they always seem like super PG, and I just want to see them stretch it a little bit and get to some real family issues and make yeah. it a little darker. I don't and want I, it super friendly. I do say yeah. that with that being said, CW is always in this weird box where they... I think Black Lightning is the only show that's really ever gone around the edges of that said box, and that's why people like it so much. I have a taste for it now. Right. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I've seen The Darkness. <laughs> I want to go into it. Exactly. Oh Show me the Didn't truth. even hesitate. Just went well, straight, straight forward. Straight forward. <laughs> now I would love to see it, man. I think it would be super cool because it would show maybe a little different side of Superman. How does he handle mental stress with raising mm. a family as opposed to some big meaty threat that he can handle with his fist? Right. I like that the mental stress aspect of it because I don't think Clark's gonna be worried about the mortgage. No, <laughs> just because I mean, like he's his realm of just his reality is outside of menial stuff like that. So, like Lois, pay the mortgage. I got stuff to do. Like, but how does he deal with saying knowing that characters like Doomsday or Darkseid exist and will attack him on Earth or wherever he is, right. and knowing that he has a family, like yeah, and he has a son that he has to teach all the things that really. I mean, Jonathan Kent and Martha Kent did their best, but, like, he has to do it the proper Kryptonian-ish way that he can, like Jarrell was to him. Like, that's a whole thing that I would love to see them dive into. Um, still mad salty. It's not Tom Welling, but whatever. We'll move on. <laughs> I am a little salty. Although we do get a version of him, right? We're supposed... To, here's the thing about that right now. Let me just say this right now. I'll put it on the air. Hot take coming in? If, if he Hot is not... Take. If Tom Welling, in this Crisis crossover is not in a Superman suit. Whenever they do his little cameo, I don't care what it is, if it's like a five-second scene where he's walking through a coffee shop, I don't care. If he is not in that damn red and blue, (laughs) I'm getting in my car, I am lighting torches and pitchforks, I am burning down the CW studios, wherever they may be. You want the fan service. For the love of God, if you got Tom Welling, and you know damn well how that show ended, and why everyone was a little heated that we didn't see him in a full light. We wanted the glory shot, right? 
The money the, shot. Ten years, right? We watched that the show aimlessly. Yeah. We wanted the super nut glory shot, and you, <laughs> you just left us blue ball at the end of that finale. You did. He's run off the roof. He tears the shirt, but we're like, I, I, where, where is do it? it? Just do it. Do it. Really do hits it. you right yes. below the gold belt. It yeah. does. Mm-hmm. So that's what I need from the CW. Step it up. I don't know. I think it'd be a lot cooler to see him if he makes his cameo if he's like the bearded black suit convergence Superman. Either one. In that some form cool. of a Superman suit. Not as Clark Kent. I want him in a Superman suit. Yeah. No, he needs to be full-blown Superman. I agree. Oh, God. It's not hard, man. Just, just get it done. Anyways, moving right on down along to DC TV stuff, otherwise known as Jalen recaps The Flash because Arrow got moved to Thursdays, but now it's back on to Tuesdays with The Flash, and now there's Batwoman. Yeah. Which I watch on Hulu, so I don't know which day it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, Arrow, wonderfully done. They're still killing it. It's the last season where we're going to have it. Brandon, do you are you up to date on all of them, or are you still am, a little behind? Or? So I'm a dad. Yes, I no, know. If the TV's so. <laughs> on, I get one hour with it, and the rest is children's shows. Excellent. And- Paw Patrol. Yeah. Paw Patrol. <laughs> I, I, I told you why. You baby know. Shark, baby. <laughs> nice. I went ahead, yeah. compromised, watched an episode of 13 Reasons Why oh, last night. Oh, guild. Yeah, I'm not going to make my wife sit through DC Arrowverse <laughs> stuff. Fair enough. Um, well, in the most recent season, I keep it, I always do spoilers, but anyways, but the last episode, they've always had these future uh, flash forwards or whatever. Now, somehow, at the end of this episode, the cliffhanger was all his kids, his daughter, and that crew got put into the present. So now he's just like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I assume it's all related to crisis. Stuff is going down on all these the shows. Things are happening. Is is nuts. Uh, Flash. I God damn it! I bawled my eyes out. Like, Did you I, know? Dude, the really? dub made you cry. Flash is the one that does it the most because you know Grant Gustin. This uh, man, oh, for the love of God, that guy shows up with his eyes pre shrink wrapped in tears. Exactly, yeah. dude. It's it's so good. And there's it was basically because the episode before Barry had told the Flash team that he was dying and he was going to die in crisis. So that was emotional. Now we get to this episode. It's all the ramifications, how all the people are handling it, and it's the scene between him and Joe, and they're standing outside on the balcony. I'm just and, thinking about it. And we, yes, and, and good old Grandpa Joe's just sitting there. He's just losing it. Such a great performance from that actor, I swear. Jesse L. Martin, is, he's so good, man. He's sitting there, he's like, Barry, it's not fair. That's not right. You've been a hero for so long. You say so many... And it's it's real. It's like a real reaction. I just couldn't... I lost my shit. I was like a little child. I, I mean, I'm not going to hate on you. I cried during the most foolish things. I cried watching a clip from Fresh Prince last night. <laughs> Thank you. Was it, was it the one um, where he breaks down from Uncle Phil? Yes. Because his dad the, walks out on him again. That's the one. That's yep. the clip. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Mm-hmm. For oh, real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It two got for me two. Again, we did it back to Yeah, we, I can't believe it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I listened to the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Nice. That's that amazing. way we can meme it and keep it going. Oh, yes. Dude, do you think you, like, just from the dad aspect, you see scenes like that, and now, like, now I'm in Joe's shoes. Oh my god! I'm like, oh god, I can't lose Barry. No, <laughs> it's like it goes a whole nother way. So much deeper. Yeah. Something you I used know. to be so like just this black void inside me, <laughs> and now all of a sudden I'm like, oh my god, that is really heart wrenching, <laughs> and it's an ad on Target. Like I don't. <laughs> oh my god! Sitting there watching Hallmark, the wife walks in like, honey, what are you doing? Are you are you okay? What's going just on? Just letting really out some things. It's uh, it was really frustrating when she didn't even she didn't even say hi to him on the way in. It's ridiculous. She didn't know that was her mom. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, you're oh watching god. a dairy milk commercial with cows. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. No, it's yeah. rough. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, but Supergirl, like 
fucking Ooh. Christ. Um, I, like I said, I got, let's say the second, the crossover's on the 10th, and I'm done. And then you're finished. Jesus done. Christ, yeah, I'm just hands. making sure I don't miss anything leading up to Crisis, and I will never watch that show again. I really wanted to love that show. I wanted to as well, They've because They've got John Jones in there. Martian Manhunter That's is what a I'm central saying. character. Wait, you know what, what they do? They turn him into a jobber. I don't know if anybody watched wrestling. I didn't know wrestling, he was but... in the show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I was really excited. I watched, I think, two episodes, and I was like, um... No. Mm-mm. That's not oh, Martian man. Manhunter. Because I remember, like, it was probably in 2017 or 2018, let's be realistic, yeah. whenever we talked about Martian Manhunter and if they could bring him to the screen. Yeah. yeah. In my head, they always depicted him with a rather small head and a massive torso. <laughs> <laughs> you, you watched the, what is it, the... The, Bruce Tim. Yeah. So, <laughs> to my JLA. knowledge at that point, that's all I had of Martian Manhunter. And I was like, right. man, what would it look like if they brought him to the screen? No, they did. I mean, no, they did, and it's in a shit show. show. They like, did it well, like hot, he looks like. Hot take. He's he's a black man. He's, looks, he's a black man. He looks dude. great. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> I don't give a shit, but. You look great. His head's not small, though. His no. torso is also proportional. Yeah. Bummer. It looks really great. Over but the, two. the only thing is, like, that show goes out of its way to make Supergirl the star, which, I mean, okay, that sounds stupid to say because obviously the show is called Supergirl, but here's the reality, okay? If there's a... Si- <laughs> Lay Here we go, guys. <laughs> here's the thing, okay? I don't care about your goddamn feminism agenda. This is just how the fucking shit works oh, from comics material, all right? Sorry, Supergirl girl. is, yes, by all technicality, stronger than Superman. That is Kryptonian. That is just how that work. That stuff works. I find, I find that fascinating. But there are situations to where she is not suited or she gets outbested by somebody on the show. And they turn this Martian Manhunter, who is an absolute savage... In any iteration <laughs> fast, that, you, that you see, yeah. into this bumbling idiot that's just like, oh no, I'm only here to be the wise Yoda to you, and I probably can just give you some advice and root you on. So he's just like a shaman. To yeah, him. Like, it's, it's so <laughs> stupid. stupid. <laughs> really, honestly, he should be over there fixing stuff. And like, oh, you got a problem with this? Let me just own it. And when they did Superman on Supergirl, they turned him into a jobber, which is somebody to make someone else look good in terms of WWE wrestling. In case anybody. I do never, need help with that reference. Never right. been a fan. I think wrestling is... I don't understand how you can get behind it. But that's essentially what he was. He was just there to make her look cooler. But you don't do that <laughs> to <Lost>. Superman. Or... <laughs> Come on! Or that's the very reason they did it. Oh, for the love Because you God. don't do it to Superman. But in my opinion, you don't do it to Superman. No. <laughs> you really don't. Not at, ever. This is, this is the guy. That's part of the Holy Trinity right there. You don't... No. So who makes up the rest of that trinity? I'm curious now. Batman, Wonder Woman. Okay, fair. You're welcome. Yeah. Well played. That's You've the just DC been hit Holy by the Golden Lasso of Truth on what? that one. <laughs> Jesus, I thought Link was going to come out too. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just say no. Stark? <laughs> uh, Black Lightning, fantastic as always. Never have a problem with that show. Uh, Titans, because it's the best show they've ever it's made. It's the best one on that <laughs> network. It really is. Because it's written by a real black family about real black issues and stuff of that, like that in the community. Fantastic. Love it. I do like that show. Ugh. Put that show like in relation, if you can, to Luke Cage on Netflix. Oh, oh superior wow, in every facet. Superior. Yes. Oh, yeah. If, oh, because there's no drag in any of the story it. beats between... You know how Luke Cage, there was that drag, right? Well, they, After the, they the they sixth whole episode. They whole hour to fill right. every time, yeah. And, but these have 22, though, and that's the thing. That's why I always say the problem is with these CW shows are 22 episodes. They need to cut it down to, like, 18 or, you know, whatever. Agreed. But... Um, Black Lightning somehow averts all those problems that the other show has, other shows have, 
and all their storylines just kind of flow one after another, and they go by these, like, books. They'll say, like, the beginning of the story already, like, the Book of Eli or something like that, and they'll go four episodes. And then that arc's done, they have a transition episode, and then, bam, they're into the next book. It's awesome. Part of my issue with Luke Cage, too, um, was how weak they made him seem towards yes! the beginning. I need to see this man clapping people. Well, he was weak in Jessica Jones. That, too. He took a shotgun to the face and was out for a week. <laughs> That's then, not him. No. Yeah, but then Luke in Cage. Luke Cage, he catches, like, a bazooka missile in the middle of, like, the, the shop on the corner. Yeah, I remember watching And he's that. just kind of walking out like, oh, by the way, here's my check, and uh, let me pull you out of the rubble. Yeah. Let them think I'm dead for a while. But I'm like, oh, that's a little inconsistency in power level. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> it's definitely not over 9,000, I'll tell no, you that. No, it is not. <laughs> but but that's, uh, that was my issue, I guess, I had with Luke Cage. And with Black Lightning, they they seem to like transition his power smoothly. Yes. It always yeah. seemed to increase, but not too much and not too little to where he would get defeated by something foolish. And especially with his daughters, too, once they get introduced and they get their power sets established, like, their stuff is gradual. They're not just, like, boom, instantly in a costume or anything like that. Yeah, so, they yeah. show her training in the in the dump yard or whatever. Yeah. And then she's just, like, That's launching awesome. washing machines. <laughs> like, I'm down with cool. that. I was down with that. Yes. Yeah, this yeah. is awesome. I'm all the way down with launching washing machines. Um, Batwoman, again, a lot better. We're slowly just kind of, we're kind of trucking along. I felt like, again, they keep getting on this story beat about her and Alice being, you know, being her sister and how it's affecting the dad. And then there's this love triangle kind of going on with her and the, some other chick at the, the Crows or whatever it's called. But mm. yeah, it's it's good. It's finally, I think it's finding its feet now. It's digging into the real Batwoman stuff where she's dropping bodies off of like buildings and stuff like that. Nice. Real bat, Batwoman stuff. Yeah, real yeah. bat stuff. I had a real problem with that show for one reason. Ooh, hot it take. Was, oh, hot take, real quick. <laughs> so Kate, Kate Kane oh. comes in. With her father and whatever their relationship is. Yes. And when they start talking to each other, I'm like, that's not her dad. Oh. <laughs> I would never, my daughter's two and a half, I would never send her away after her mom accidentally dies. Ooh. There's no way. No. Nope. I feel that. I'm like, no, I'm bringing you closer. Like, I don't even I don't have know. a kid and I can understand that. Yeah. That you don't know, like, logically well, speaking. It, even if, and I can just tell where the show's going to take, it's like, I sent you away to protect you. Mm-hmm. False. No. <laughs> False. No. You guess what? You live in my back pocket. We're gonna be your best friend, and we'll live in a fortress. Not take on the crime issue of Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not. How do we go from? Oh, you're my daughter. I love you. But let me just put you yeah. in an ice cave and train with the League of Assassins or whatever the exactly. hell. Exactly. Which then... <laughs> for Kate, I like that. Yeah. But that dynamic there just instantly no. turns me off. Yeah, I I had that same issue as well. They kind of. Not made up for it, but at least they showed that this guy was a human at some point in the next couple episodes, so I can see how he kind of gets to this point, but again, you're, that's, yeah, yeah. you can't, I made it through episode on. two so far, which down the rabbit hole. Yeah, it's, like, I think it's three that you, you'll get to see his, her dad kind of whip in and you'll have a better, softer heart for I that like guy. that actor, though. I, I was kind of surprised to see him in the show. I was like, hey. <laughs> Whose name I forget right now because I'm terrible and I haven't pulled up IMDb. It's okay. But it's okay. Only yeah. one I know is Ruby Rose and she is fantastic. I love her. She's doing great. Ruby, I don't think Ruby Rose is... Ruby Rose is know, killing it. She's doing great. I also like the guy who's playing Luke Fox. He's doing awesome. He's phenomenal. <laughs> That's a really important character in my opinion. He's, yes. He's, yeah, a, he's, he's a, pivotal. an anchor that you need to have stable throughout the show. He's a tech guy, baby. Guy in the chair. He's your guy in the chair. He's got to be solid. <laughs> yes. He's got to come through. 
And while we're in the realm of that, how do you guys feel about Jeffrey Wright being cast as I'm the on new board. Commissioner Gold? Yes, I am please. so on board. Yes, I'm All so things glad things you guys right said now. that. Matt Reeves' Batman is looking to be just, I hope... God tier. I really hope it's kind of a standalone film the way Joker is yes. and should be. That'd be great. Because how incredible would it be? We're going to get a Batman who's actually finally a detective. Yes. Who That's, looks um, like he's going to be... Robert Pattinson, right? Yeah. Okay. He looks like he's going to be human. Like, we're going to get a Batman who's on street level. Yeah. And he uh, is putting together just this incredible ensemble cast. The girl they got for Catwoman's great, too. Uh, Zoe Kravitz? Yes. Man. Super hyped for that. All, yes. all I could think when I saw that was, oh, we're getting Batman year one Catwoman. Oh, baby. What and if that is? So and then Jonah good. Hill's in there as an unlisted villain, but Penguin, right? It's got to be, gotta gotta be, be. Penguin. No, no. I thought right? he dropped out of negotiations, and we got the oh, other guy oh, as Riddler now. now. Maybe. Oh, Riddler's gonna be yeah. There? Okay, that's cool. Then so that sounds like they're literally doing Batman Year One. The last there's gonna be Riddler it. and Catwoman, and then that's and it's younger. It's a younger Batman. That sounds like they're ripping that right out. I, of I feel like they're kind of ripping a little bit of that dynamic out of the Arkham series. That too. Like Catwoman's relationship badass, with Riddler man. is very antagonistic. Yeah. And how great would that be? Oh, that'd be awesome to see on screen. Look, the last time we saw the Riddler was Jim Carrey, right? He did Ooh. a good Riddler. And hot take, an unpopular opinion, I liked Jim Carrey's Riddler. I did right? as well. He's he quirky. Was more, he was more of like the, the cheesy, campy, kind of 1960s Batman series Riddler. Yes. That's kind of how I felt that movie went, though. Oh, With they the went way it looked, they yeah, it was, it, he totally fit the role. Actually, they went from dark kind of too campy and then Batman Robin's full camp. Full camp. Yes. <laughs> full camp full full camp full time. I just watched Batman Forever probably oh, two weeks Pat ago. Nipples. It's terrible. It's awful. <laughs> it is it's awful. awful. I watched as a kid I, I used to I eat it up, but I watched it as an adult now and I'm like, how in God's name what? did anyone see this on the editing like when that final editing thing before they ship it out the theaters how and they were like this is the one <laughs> how how was this not straight to DVD? They were like, oh yeah, this is terrible. But you know what? We've got some merch and a, a deal with McDonald's, <laughs> so let's run it. People will buy the mugs and the toys and the plates, yeah. all of it. Yes. Oh my god! Oh, we'll yeah. throw this in the kitty meal and they'll eat it up. Um, and and then, we'll sell uh, their parents the mugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While we're on the topic of Batman Titans, um, so here's 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 the thing. <laughs> here's the thing with Titans right now. Seasons two has been so good until this episode happened, oh. where literally. The only thing that happens was the episode before, uh, Dick Grayson, to save Jason Todd from killing himself after running into Deathstroke, told him about how he killed Jericho's son in this timeline that they're doing. Whoops. Um, this, this is the story they're running with. Um, so then, this episode, Dick Grayson has to tell the rest of the team, and of course they all separate because what a dick move. Why would you lie about that? Why would you, why would you lie about Total dick that? Move. Quite oh, literally it. a dick move. <laughs> In more ways than one. So then, so this the whole episode is just this random shit with all these characters and nothing's happening. And then he ends up at Deathstroke's house and like talks to Deathstroke and then he just gets to walk out like in a civil manner. In a civil manner. <laughs> and then by the end of it, he like gets himself arrested at the airport before he gets on his plane to run away. And he's still not Nightwing. Where is the Nightwing? <laughs> Next episode. I was told cool. there was yeah, going to be Nightwing in this series. I still do not have Nightwing. So that's why I am heated with Titans right now. 
everything else on the show is still pretty cool. Um, we have gotten some cool flashbacks in prior episodes. We got to see Aqualad. We got to see Wonder Woman. The Aqualad? Aqualad. <laughs> we'd see Garrett? We do get to see Garrett. sweet. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Which Aqualad? The white one. Oh. Uh, not, not the one we have now. Not no. Jackson Hyde? No, not Jackson Hyde. They I really. like Jackson Hyde. I love Jackson The Hyde. son of Black Manta, the new awesome. Aqualad. Yes. Mind blown. I'm in. So many story beats. All of it. The old, the old All there. of it. Do you think they'll ever bring Namor in? <laughs> oh, my God. And Wouldn't that Marvel? be amazing? Oh no! I think he shows up in the next Black Panther movie. He should. We were in the like, like two the subaquatic realm, realm. So, so it's just like <laughs> I love Namor. I would love yes. to see him come out. So that'd be awesome. Here's why I'm really I'm waiting for Namor to come out as well. I'm I've, worried. Ever about since it. I first saw him, I was like. You're gay. Come on out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ankle wings. Yes, nice. the ankle wings like, are not. Yeah. No, but. I think he does show up. I hope when he shows up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he sends ankle He's so wings. cool, dude. He's so badass, man. <sighs> he's and he's so a awesome. mutant, too, so you could transition that into the X-Men, into the Marvel Cinematic Because they've been trying I mean, to rebuild X-Men. Dude, that's what I'm saying. The heat is coming, everyone. Yeah. The heat <laughs> is coming. I'll, I'll save my X-Men comics for the uh, comic suggestions towards the end. <laughs> I heard oh, that. Yes, heard yes that. we yeah. will wait for you to meet Mr. Carey. He's very excited that you're here. Can't wait. <laughs> Um, but moving right along down to some video game news, uh, the new Witcher trailer came out, uh, I think it was like a couple days ago. Um, looks amazing. Looks absolutely wonderful. I mean, the game itself always was visually pleasing, and I think that's something that really brought in Witcher fans from the jump. Yes. And it just, it got so much better each time. Witcher 3, I thought I was playing a movie. Right. <laughs> Ridiculous. So now that they're actually bringing it over, I just hope it does better than Assassin's Creed. Oh, it will. I think, well, first of all, Netflix is doing it, so... They get the better access to a team of writers, and I think you know Henry Cavill was pretty involved in production as well as being in the starring role. I always like that so, when my like main players, my starters, are involved with the production and right. like, okay, this is really how I want it to go, so I can dive in and we can take it here because it makes their acting better. Yes, if they believe in it, then I'm gonna believe in their performance. We got some more background into like the story and the plot in this trailer too. Dude, these special effects, bro. Come on. I mean, he's made of magic, he's so we need to see it. Like, the CGI's gotta be well There's done. a one cut where he, like, does something with a sword and then just looks and bow and pops people, like, force pushes them back or something. I was like, what is going on? Who is on? this man? I saw that. I was <laughs> yes. like, what am I missing here? Exactly. <laughs> like, what is it's going on? It's gonna be on? a beautiful movie. It, it does. It looks very cool. I cannot wait. And, I mean, Henry Cavill, man, I... I love you, man. Let's get you some. Uh, what are you? What are you whining about, Daisy? Child, Daisy. Is there a podcast puppers down here? <laughs> Unreal. I just hope it does well enough to see more Witchers in the future. That'd be great. I wouldn't mind seeing a little trilogy of it. Maybe. I think they could do that. They could do a full three seasons and boom. I would day. also just to be happy to see Henry Cavill getting more work. Yes, Agreed. that man is so good. He's good. He's good. I, I feel. Do you like... see him in Ghost Protocol? Yes. Oh. That mustache was glorious. I felt bad. Was though. it worth the money? Yeah. DC. It was. For uh, Tom oh God. It was great though because was. he he was a good character, and then all of a sudden, as soon as he came on screen, though, I was like, "That's our bad oh my guy." God. Yes, that's our bad guy. But seeing him in The Witcher, I was like, "That is a well, that's a that's specimen." Is that's it? a man it's right a, there? If I've ever seen a man, someone <laughs> cast a spell on Nuclear. me. Don't tell my wife. I. Okay. Dude, why is he so thick? I don't know. I don't care. Always he's here to, to with a spit curl. My God, <laughs> For real? Like, come on. Where did they find this dude? That you know, it's Australia. 
No, 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 well, Britain. no. That's where they found Wolverine, though. Britain? God bless. <laughs> oh, we were talking about Logan last week, I think. I, I do have somber news for you on that front. The uh, X-23 movie is no longer happening. You're according, shitting me. According to the director, yes. No, no, really? Look me in my eyes right now when I tell you. <laughs> Resurrect me. We are better off for it. And I will oh, tell you what. what. Hot take. Hold on. Hot, Hot take. Hold on. We are better for it because if you get one good movie from Fox... Logan, right? Right. Good movie. X-23 gets a great start. Beautiful character development. The next movie, they're going to shit all over that. Ah, that's so true. They're going to be like, oh, well, we need to set this up as a franchise instead of a good quality character-driven story or anything about the development of X-23. It's tragic. It would straight up be, who will be the villain of this movie that we'll throw in, set up for the next real threat? No, no, no. 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 <laughs> I'm over it. Love no. of God, no. So... So was Fox behind the original, the Juggernaut that we saw in X two? Yes. Yes. X three. X three is that yeah. when he just like headbutts the I'm walls? I'm the bitch. <laughs> Vinny Jones with a nice little meta moment. <laughs> to All right. Culture. If that's what we're gonna get, then I guess I don't want to see X twenty three. But Logan was so good. If it's if it's that same director though, and it was supposed to be like of the same vein, I think I would have been fine with seeing a version of that X twenty three. Now, if they were trying to do like. They're gonna age her up and do this cool, like she's got the suit kind of stuff. I don't want to see that from you because you did X Men Apocalypse and that was not the greatest of all wait time. Wait, 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 wait! X Men Apocalypse was Singer, who somehow went from X Men One <laughs> and X Two to that to that after Days of Future Past. Yes, yeah, I don't know how did how did it go so uh, wrong? Because we love X One and Two. You like, know, you know what it was. Oh, God. It was the ambition behind it. I think so. They were setting up the Dark Phoenix. It's the thought that counts. And they were like, <laughs> "We can redo Dark Phoenix." Whenever you start film. thinking about a movie for what can come after it, instead of just this movie, yes, that's when movies start to fail. Yes. I almost want them to start from scratch again because I know they tried to revamp the X Men and it like wasn't that great for the rest. <laughs> and not a whole lot of people bought into it. Oh, but I would like no. to see them try one more time. Fair enough. I think we bring them in. I think we'll get our wish. We will because we have Deadpool and it's so successful. Marvel's got him now, so. And well, that scene when he Definitely opens the door and you just get a sneak peek of all. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're like, dude, and just they're all do just it. really quiet. <laughs> oh my god! You guys come all onto the set same day. <laughs> we'll knock out the picture. Like <laughs> it's fine. I just really um, with Deadpool. I think that's a good point of how you can make a character that didn't work work. Because we got in yeah. Deadpool 2, we got Juggernaut again. And he was so good. He was oh, great. Was so fantastic. Good. I'm going to tear you in half now. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, and he does. Okay. 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 And he's super excited throughout all of it, too. He's like, oh my God, he's really big fan. <laughs> big fan. <laughs> I had all your comics. Like it. And what's funny about that is that it's true to real life. I think that really was one of Ryan Reynolds' first comics that it brought was. him into it. Yeah, it, was. it probably was. Yeah. But still, though, I mean, I think we could be better served if we get just a revamp of all of the X-Men. I would love but it. But they let Deadpool bring them in. Yeah. That would be great. That's the best way to do it. Smooth transition there. Because yes. we're already comfy with Deadpool and we like Deadpool. We want more of him. Yes. And even how great would it be if Deadpool is like, hey, Avengers... Look at all these X-Men <laughs> that were shoehorning into this because the mouse said so. <laughs> a... Stage four. Come on, honey. <laughs> Get over there. Go ahead. Do a battle. Exactly. Jesus. And when, actually, when we have that cooler juggernaut on screen, he hints that um, Professor X is his brother. Yeah, that's true. Indeed. So we transition already. Like, the, the seeds have been sowed. Let's, let's watch them grow a little bit. I was a little bummed oh, that God. they did not 
make a nod towards Cable Summers. Direction. Oh, well, that might have been too too deep. Like if they could just like his apartment door yeah. had a mailbox that said Summers on it. I'd be like, that's enough. That's Thank enough. you. We're good. It's in. The, it's real. It's in the yeah. universe. We've seen it. Like, but instead, we got a scene where he was baby leg Deadpool, and honestly, that <laughs> was more than I ever knew we needed. So I have no qualms about that. They all played the mm. role of disgusted so well. Yes. <laughs> just, oh my god. Oh, he's he's gonna walk. Oh, he's moving. He's just sure cocking oh. it. Fair points were made. Yes. Now that we're in this rabbit hole, uh, back to video game stuff, if you will. Uh, it's time for League Minute, Bilky. Yes. Woo! It's uh, part of the show that's a subsegment of video game news where we give you some low elo insight into all things League of Legends. I'm just happy to be here for it. <laughs> so when we'll we do say, our best uh, for you, Brad. No, it's fine. When no. we say low elo insight, it means we are not top tier players, but we're going to give you our point of view from down towards the bottom. Yes. Which is generalized to the masses. So there's all these different ranks in League. There's like. Point was it? What is a what is a challenger like? Point two percent of yeah. the game or something. So it's like any other climbing thing: bronze, silver, gold, platinum. Okay. You climb up. Over fifty percent of the entire player base, and there's like over a million logins a day. It's like is in below, right? silver in bronze. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. that where you guys are? No, I'm, I'm he's, gold. He's a golden gold. gold. He's a golden yes, gold. I didn't realize I was in the presence of celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I just make it to gold every year because they give you a skin. They give you a little special, you know, customization for the character that you'll never get again. And everyone who wasn't in gold is not allowed to get it. So yes. it makes me feel that much better. Yes. But... Yeah, no, I'm nothing. I feel nothing educated. Tell me more. <laughs> well, we sure will. Excellent. Move it on down. Bilky, you lead the way because I did have you do these notes because... Yeah, I actually busy. wrote notes. We're yes. almost at like 50 episodes and I finally contributed <laughs> to the notes. <laughs> I mean, exciting times. Oh my God. So Senna is here. Yes, thank God. Super hype. Finally saw gameplay. Yeah, finally. So a little bit of lore. Lucian's wife is finally in the game. We saw Lucian many, many years ago come out and we, he always has voice lines speaking about his wife Senna yes and we're like damn can they put her in the game because it would be really (laughs) cool just for the interaction and the character development because Lee's doing all these movies and comics and then they finally bring it to us yes and on top of it she's a support character not just a support character (laughs) she's a support marksman that for the love of god does way too much damage that's okay because Lucian dumps clips too and that's what I want to see but her gat though can we talk about her relic cannon? It's insane. It's a, it's beautiful. It looks like something out of Halo. It does. <laughs> Honestly, the weapon's massive. And I'm super excited to finally see her gameplay. Yes. Because... Have you not watched any yet? Oh, no, I have. Oh, okay. Our buddy Corey linked us this. This is the character we discussing, clip. by the way. That's her alternate skin, but that's going to be her base skin. Yes. That's what she looks like. My beautiful God. black mama right Crazy there. looking yeah. character. She is Beautiful. <laughs> that is beauty in action. Their yes. artwork is really up just top of the line every single time. I like that they put so much into it. And I'm glad that they're sticking to some lore with their new characters rather than just developing a new one out of nowhere that yes. might you know, stay in the same realm. As I don't Shurima. need any more Nikos or Zoes or any of that kind Agreed. of stuff. Go back into the lore and just... You know, give us the goods. Give me Shen's master for the little girl. 
That'll I've only said it a hundred times, but yeah. You can get Shen's master after I get Jinx's sister. Oh, fine. Fair enough. We're still talking about video games, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's so like beautiful about it is there's so much lore that goes behind it because they have comic book series now, and way back in the day, they used to have a tab inside the game client. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could play, you could look at your profile, you can go to the store and buy money, but they had a lore tab, and oh, so you could nice. click on any character, champion. And so they have, like, there's seriously like 185 characters in this game. It's insane. There is one for you if you started playing. I 100%. Guarantee. There's a character for everybody. And so when you would click on it, it would give you the whole backstory. And you could read on them. And maybe it would make you more emotionally attached to them. And then you'd want to play them more. I.e. Riot wins because you're spending more time and money on their game. Yes. Indeed. But they did a really good job at the story. And they always linked... Um, champions together and so there's times where you might just be running next to a champion you don't even have to do anything and they'll just spout little lines and they like banter with each other yes it's always nice so now we're getting a husband and a wife who is taken away by another character in the game yes and they'll both play to side by side yes so it's cool it's like the resurrection they play complementing roles in the game which is why all us fans are like oh my god lucian's wife she's back yes Ah!" and then they're gonna be playing together for the first 25 minutes of the game side by side it's beautiful it's 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 beautiful beautiful yeah it finally comes back around and on top of that she just like decimates everybody (laughs) well that's helpful yeah she murders everyone it's gonna be amazing yes double marksman in the bot lane husband and wife resurrected just back to back getting it yeah it's like some army of two shit (laughs) oh god i love that game yes right (laughs) and they finally put it into league of legends so i'm super excited all right well now you just got me super interested see i'm roping you in here what are your what are your uh specs on that laptop then yeah we might be able to run it for you man man. honestly I don't know. <laughs> I've got a Core i7 processor, 256 oh, gig solid state drive. Oh, you can run it. Yeah, one hundred percent. You might have to like run some lower settings because the graphics they're just. Like, he's he's got to put it on low spec mode. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do too. Yeah, my graphics aren't my graphics card's not super great, but I don't know. It's It'll fine. run it. It's fine. It's fine. But inside the world of League of Legends, still worlds are still going on. Brandon, just a little quick catch up. Mm. There's a big tournament at the end of the year. So we have a league in North America, South America, Europe, Asia, all sorts of shit. They take the best teams from all of those leagues, and they put them in a big tournament to see who's the best in the world. Historically. Uh, sweet. Yes. Yeah, it's badass. There's a world playoff. Yeah. Yes. This is the Olympics for this particular game. I think they sold out Staples Center a couple years ago in less than 30 minutes. Yeah. Jeez. It's insane. Right. Well, we right. went to the the. It was just the midsummer split for the NALCS, and that was at the Chaffetz Arena, and that mm-hmm. place was sold out. Yeah. So you're you're telling me you go to gaming conventions, bro? But you've yet to go to one Comic Con with me. I know. <laughs> it's, it's. I also want to go. I see. I want to go to a Comic Con really bad. Let we me will get all go to a Comic Con. We will vlog it. It will be a good I time. Be group. <laughs> <laughs> so tall, I, tall can, I can fit the group role so well, man. Of course, I'll be Black Panther. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it's usual. I mean, you're lighter than T'Challa, but a little let bit. it slide. A little bit. I just go to a tanning booth the day before. It'll be. <laughs> there just you pull go. Pull it on, but but we have semi finals going on right now. Yes. Oh, tell me so, about these. Fun Plus Phoenix versus Invictus Gaming. Oh, we saw it yesterday. Ooh, Invictus like Gaming names. won Worlds last year. So they've been to the semis before, and they know how to bring it home to they their country. They were the favorites in the matchup, uh, be it best of five. They, I think most of the analysts said they would take five games, but they did get picked to win that matchup against Fun Plus. Yeah, then they got their asses clapped Holy open. hell. What was Jackie Love and the shy... You saw the clip. What are you, what are you running... 
that way for on the map. You have no vision. I don't know. That's a very it beginner rule. Inted. Like if we get Brandon into the game, one of the first things I'm going to actually the first <laughs> thing I'm going to say is don't chase shit, singe. That's <laughs> the number one rule in league is you don't chase a singe, and then don't face check ever. They would like you don't face check the enemy jungle just to try and steal chickens or a red buff or even to drop a ward at that point in the game. No. You're 35 minutes deep. You're in a world semifinal. You just got back half the gold you were down in the game because you stole Baron. And it's an elimination game. For the love it's of not something that you just take a stupid chance on. <laughs> and the announcers ripped them apart oh, too. Yeah. They were like, "Are they tilting? Like, <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> the game's over now." And it really was because that's how quickly late into the game you can flip the script and just steamroll from there it doesn't yes. matter well before these changes happen <laughs> not gonna get into that but anyways well regardless we get to see fun plus phoenix appearing in a final which is gonna be amazing it's their first time there i'm Another super excited chinese to see region yes their way china's up, been doing wonderful. really well yeah and i know Korean. this we talked about this last week it's kind of weird but i still kind of hope they win just so china has some good news coming into them something yes. to rally around yes yeah we we related it to like when new orleans happened and football whatever no, i listened yeah. to the last episode excellent there I'm, you go i'm well aware of the conversation and i agree i th- if you have anything that could bring a group of people together for something positive i'm always behind it yeah and like computer games over in Asia are the, that's like yeah, that's their do. NFL. That's the biggest thing they have. So I hope we get something positive from them. But tomorrow around five oh, in the morning gonna, for us Americans, I might just pull an all nighter tonight if I'm completely honest. Because this game's gonna be. I'm thinking about doing the same. I might just show up like a zombie tomorrow to work because we get G two versus SKT Gaming. Now so this is gonna be. What time is it? It's five thirty-four. Yeah, we got twelve hours. Yeah, twelve hours. <laughs> I still have other alcohol in the car. We, <laughs> we could, can make it work. We can make this work, brother. I'll just crash down on the couch down here. We'll be it's good sad, to dude. go. This is gonna be a barn burner. I have my laptop. We can legally. Oh room. man, a land oh, party. Oh, land party. Oh my god. I Throw back to college, yeah, baby. I don't think we're gonna see it. This. This is arguably a final in itself. It is. No, I'm. I'm going to say that it is. This is eight like. Mid '80s Lakers Celtics going at it. You could say maybe Magic Johnson's caps and then <laughs> Fakers the late great Larry Bird or whatever. You know, just going at it hard for. Oh my God, this it's gonna be amazing because we have what appears to be the best mid laner mid laner currently in the world in caps playing yes. for G two against who is regarded as the greatest player of all time in League of Legends. This is the Tom Brady of esports. Okay. Yes. First of all, yes. Tom Brady's not great if he's playing for the Bengals, but whatever. <laughs> this is yeah. the thing. I disagree. I was watching a documentary <laughs> the other day actually. Violently. <laughs> Violently disagree. They compared Faker to Michael Jordan. Oh my god, that's even Ooh. greater. That's really true. So Faker, yeah. he's got a handful of rings. Oh, Really yeah, yeah, he's got a handful of rings. His nickname in Korea is literally the Unkillable Demon King. <laughs> yes, that's some, that's, <laughs> that's some status I need to get. <laughs> that's some hype coming into your game. And for the longest time, he was like the par. Everyone was trying to be Faker. He was the guy who was developing new techniques in the game, figuring out new combos, learning how to move the game differently. He's he was the player pushing the that single-handedly got my favorite champion in the game nerfed into oblivion. Yeah. Yes. It's amazing. He's a hell of a player. So the series we're going to get is going to be awesome, and I know that's all they're going to talk about, is watching your one-on-one matchup between Faker and Caps. Oh, my God. Wow. Yes. It's going to be beautiful, and I'm so excited to see it. And I know I want Fun Plus to win just, like, for the morale of that people, (laughs) but whoever wins this series is going to take home the whole thing. Probably. That's my hot take for it. Probably. 100%. Oh, and as far as the rest of that stuff, we have TFT updates coming. Talia is in the game. Super She's hype. here for TFT. That's the uh, more strategy game. It's like a 
you collect champions and gold. and It's like auto chess. Yeah. Have you ever played that on the iPad or whatever? Well, I have not. No. That's okay. This is the game you could e- pick up easier than League of Legends. It's just like more strategy based about who does what and you get certain items kind of All stuff. Right, I'm about to offend some people here. Probably. Do it. If I'm I've gonna... got time to play a video game... <laughs> It's either going to be an Arkham series Batman game. Oh, yes. Or, Can't hate on you oh there. My God. Or I'll just pick up the new Modern Warfare from Call of Duty. Oh, fair enough. Dude, mm, I'm not a fan of Call of Duty. I know. <laughs> I brought it out in me. Oh, I understand I'm going to upset someone with that. Hold them back. Hold them back. Modern Warfare 2 ruined gaming in general. Oh, geez. I didn't that's realize I was take. pushing buttons. Yeah, that's a hell of a take. I'm not going to dive into that. <laughs> can't, can't dive into that round. Modern Warfare 2 ruined <laughs> gaming. but Jesus. But I don't know. I think I would argue that it uh, helped launch it. How much more money is the gaming industry making since Modern Warfare? That's too? the fall of gaming, man. That's the fall of gaming. Oh, that's how we got the whole the fall of gaming. That's how the whole EA thing I'm glad happens. you brought that you up. Get, though. You got to go much more macro with it. That's just money ruining anything here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all that is. Modern Warfare 2 is the catalyst. The cup renneth over with Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. <laughs> and then they went from there. But oh, it's alright. Cool. We'll I understand. That's now, a whole moving podcast. on to the last bit of League news are these true damage skins. Bilky, god damn it. They look beautiful. They've done it again though. But like, I just got money. Right? I just got it. And the they, direct deposit hits. They left, they left this ad up on Twitter. And four out of these five champions are in my champion pool. And now I have to spend money. I, I can't not. Like, God damn it. That's what how were they we just it. talking about? I'm sorry, money ruined something? <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, all okay. <laughs> Perfect segue, man. Yeah. 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 Money ru- has been ruining video God. games. Shit, the other day I just beat Castlevania for the first time. Yes. That didn't cost me anything, but... Running my NES until I thought it might break. <laughs> At the end of the day, it was money spent, and it was so many hours put into it that was Pure worth. Joy. Yeah, that was worth the money. Nice. But now it's just like pay to win, and nah. shit, Blizzard's falling apart with all of that. I will say this though: League at its core is still it's not it's not a pay to win game. Like it's 100%. straight up, it's straight up like okay, you suck at playing that champion, I'm going to shit all over you and then make sure I type it to you in all chat yeah. and deliver emotes and then That's do the spam of it. on your face when you're dead in front of me. I yes. miss the days of being able to just teabag the person you killed and move on. Oh, it's getting yes. soft. It's oh. getting real soft out there, man. I was <laughs> These kids couldn't the handle day. lobbies back in my day. <laughs> I, used to, I used to get just berated by 12-year-olds that just spewed hate speech. Mm-hmm. And now it's like... I respect your gameplay and anything you identify. Oh I was like, my God. disconnect, heart out. I can't. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. It's like I think of Halo 2 lobbies. Oh, <laughs> we wouldn't even play. <laughs> no, one of us would play, and the rest of us would drink beers and pass the mic around. Yeah, dude, you just run your mouth the whole time. That's mental warfare, right yes. there. Oh and that's something God. that's totally missed in games nowadays. Oh, shit, I remember, <laughs> I I was on Xbox the other day, and I was into a game, right? So I put the headset on because I saw the dude's microphone just going off, and I was like, all right, he's talking shit. Let's play so the let's game. Do it, let's then. go. Let's okay. be competitive. We here. I got in there, started running my mouth, and I got reported. <laughs> Dude, come on. Have some... Dude, those like, are... Be a man. Th- those are trolls, though. Just seeing if they can spark something just to report people. Oh, yep, yes. 100%. 100%. That's what pisses me off about it, because that's not a thing anymore. No. In League, I Girl remember... Pair. The people I was playing with who showed me how to play the game would talk more shit than oh the other God. team. I played with... And what I guy mean, from that group <laughs> was it that one time you, we he played with us, 
And then, like, I'm not the greatest amongst our group, so, like, I'm usually one of the lower-scoring members when it comes to my KDA or whatever, but, like, no, he wasn't kidding when he said, this is how they taught me how to play the game, so whatever he says, just just take it. And my soul was just in shattered pieces by the end of the, it's was just, end of the game. I was just rocking in the fetal position pretty much, in my gamer pretty chair. Much, yeah. That's how it goes, though, because the That's people... Why I can't like, play Fortnite. No, no. The people who are in my voice comms, so at the time, we're sitting in a Skype chat, and we got, like, five of us in there, and we're all, like, you know, doing shit, and I'm sitting here with my thumb up my ass because I don't understand the game at all, and <laughs> it's too complicated to explain in the moment. Right. For even in general, it's really complicated to talk about. But they would rip my asshole wide open, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm like, guys, I don't know what's going on. They'd be getting so mad because I'm throwing the game, and I don't realize There is it. no better way to learn anything than to be just flamed yes your first time into it agree i don't care if it's video games life work every time i need to learn something i wholly expect to just be absolutely roasted <laughs> keep me in the rotisserie yeah. i'm gonna learn and then i'm gonna get out of it yeah yes. and then you better watch and you better out. wait till i figure out what we're doing <laughs> my high school volleyball coach he warned me whenever i was going to play in college he was like you're gonna get blocked really hard your first time out there and i was like whatever i'm I'm the shit. I'm you the, know anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm LeBron on this court. <laughs> exactly. But False. I'm in high school. And then, lo and behold, I go to college, and the first set I get, I I hit it like I'm going to bounce it on him, and that shit goes through the ground. It got blocked <laughs> so hard, and I was like, oh. It's a 90 degree angular bowl. Exactly. Like, all right, we're here. Now ground. I got to change my game a little bit. That but that's how you learn. Just defied physics. <laughs> yes. Exactly. It's cap yes. shield up in this yes. bitch. I don't it's know. Vibranium in the nets, maybe. <laughs> but that's a moment in. And I, I know some people don't think esports qualify as an e like a sport in general. It disagree. Thank you. Disagree. But disagree. it takes a lot of mental fortitude, whether you're doing it with your physical body, playing a sport on a court, or you're playing it behind a keyboard. Right. So I could have folded in that moment and been like, well, shit, I got blocked. I'm never playing again. Don't <laughs> send mental, me the ball. Baby. Like, yeah, you got to learn how to adapt and overcome. Right. And so that's what I'm missing from games nowadays. You talk shit once and you're banned for life. They drop the ban oh, hammer. Yes. Yeah, how much harder are a lot of us, especially my generation, which is only a few years ahead of you guys, like, you know how much harder I am because if I sucked, people like just roused me. I'm better. You're better for it. Always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no if, ands, or buts imagine, about it. Imagine you come up to me now and say some like, you know, off the wall shit. Like, I'm going to come back at you with some funny stuff, too. And you're going to be like, oh, oh damn. Right. I didn't learn that because people are like, okay, well, you know, on the next episode, <laughs> the next match, why don't you try to do that? They're like, you suck, you bitch. Yeah, they're going to punk you from the <laughs> yeah. jump and see if you're a man or not about oh, it. Oh, my God. What's it. funny is majority of the time, the female players are the stronger mental. Uh, mentally. the yeah. Eagles, bro, straight I up. I love it. Yeah. I love to see the female players just dominate stuff. Uh-huh. Because the only thing better about that, like in any Xbox lobby, whether it's Call of Duty or whatever the other game is that I stopped playing. Halo? Uh, yeah, that too. It's <laughs> the best you ever see is like as soon as the match is over and you're in the lobby and everybody's mic is lame, it's like, that's right, bitches, you got beat by a girl. Uh-huh. And I'm at the top of the scoreboard. And I'm just sitting back there with a hot pocket and one pant leg on and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. own this room. You own it. <laughs> 
I will say I've never been torn apart before like I was in a Gears of War lobby. Oh, for God's sake. Gears of War was the most brutal for lobby God's I've ever sake. been in in my life. You caught that chainsaw in the end, yeah. <laughs> Which one was it? Was it the first Gears? Gears 1. Yeah. Gears 1. <laughs> they just destroy you. Some kid hits me with the Superman, and I'm like, whoa, well, I don't know what happened. Respawn and get sniped because the dude won priority over the map, and I'm like, oh, well, the game's over. <laughs> okay. And then he just rips you apart mentally and, and verbally inside the chat afterwards. So you have to go into the next um, round like shit yeah. <laughs> he's in my ass already you're like but no there's no way in hell I'm gonna let him see me leave the lobby like, <laughs> no no that's how you win getting a kid to rage quit means you beat the game that's 100 percent facts oh well Bilky it's time for a very special portion of the show yes hi Bilky who in God's name is this sitting across from us is our new friend to the pod who the hell are you his name's Brandon. You know him, right, Mr. Carey? Oh my god, Brandon Evans? What the hell is that? Some kind of kid cereal they put in front of children in the morning? Look at the little leprechaun mascot and such. Brandon, who are you? I'm the guy who comes with moons made of cheese. <laughs> oh my god. Love I'd that stuff. <laughs> I'd eat it, would you? <laughs> it's time for If You Want to Read, where we give you some Netflix comic book and reading recommendations from all things nerdy and stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to start with my Miles Morales Ultimate Carn stuff, because I read the first couple issues of that series, and it's fantastic. Ooh. I'm going to, like, I hate to do this, but I have to correct you already. Oh. I know you, you think of Miles Morales and you think Ultimate. This particular series is absolute carnage. Or is absolute carnage, yes. Either way, it's his version of the carnage stuff, finally. Miles is doing it. Miles is involved, and he's good. And he's doing well. He is good. When is Miles not good, though? There's a few times Miles isn't great, but nobody remembers it, because all the stuff he does is great. It's so badass. And I will say this off the jump. You can feel the hole that is left in the dark void that it's not Brian Michael Bendis writing these comic books anymore. It's tough. Because there's some of those dialogue bits in there. I'm like, I I think... That character that could have been better handled by that uh, character is Bendis all over. Like yeah. that's and you know, Bendis his work at DC is pretty good. I would agree. But the problem I think, especially if you want to read a good Bendis book right now, he's just launched Legion of Superheroes. No fucking way. Yeah, and oh it's got John- This is why we do if you want to read. <laughs> right. Right. John Kent is the main character. Of that oh, series. for the love of God. Hang on, hang on. Hot take. There's some diversity in the Legion of Superheroes core characters. Oh? Yeah. Lightning Lad. Oh, really? Lightning Lad looks like you. Oh. He is a... <laughs> he's, he's, got, he's got the blonde hair. Oh, excellent. But he's not a white dude. Oh. And his oh, eyes don't hi. match. Oh, even cooler. Yeah. My new Halloween costume. But also, John Kent is aged up just a little bit. To so be he's like, like... He's like a 16, teenager. 16, okay. maybe 17. Nice. Uh, but Ryan Sook. Is on the art chores. Oh, nice. Killing it. <sighs> All of those characters look so hyped. And, <laughs> like, really, you could argue that some of the costumes are a little over-intricate. Oh, nice. I don't feel like it's taken away from the story. No. Because it really makes me feel like they are in the 31st century. When I see over-intricate costumes of people commenting how they don't like it, I'm like, first of all, you got to realize... The artist made the choice to draw that for 
30 pages, bro. <laughs> There's a lot that like, goes into that. So if he has the balls to not only have to not have to get like a sub or like somebody they call in to finish a comic book, which happens sometimes. They get it happens mine. often, actually. But if, if you see that there's only one artist's name on that issue and there's an intricate costume, this man or woman put the balls in as far as work goes and got that stuff done. So The amount of hours behind that Silence is yourself. unfathomable. It's so much time it is put into it. Honestly. Actually, you know what? Just real quick, things to read. Shout out Gary Frank on Doomsday Clock oh, well done. for not getting a filler artist. Oh, nice. Man, nine panel pages, mm-hmm. beautiful Gary Frank artwork. I don't care. That That's, thing That thing could, uh, it could take three more months for the 12th issue to come nine out. I'm still reading panel it. Pages. That's his legacy. Like, people are going to look back and remember the stuff that he did and stuff. I hope in so. In situations like that. I hope so, and I hope they don't let the internet kill just the momentum and the awesome story that's going on in there. I agree. Yeah, Jeff Johns is, he is writing his balls off, and Gary Frank is drawing <laughs> the shit out of it. Balls off. That's I, what I want to see, though. Yeah. Like, I, no, it's great, because imagine, like, finally. Everybody's like, I need more epic storytelling in comics. And then they give it to you, but you take a dump on it because it's not out on the weekly schedule you think you need to have. Right. But that's, anyway. That's not how it worked even yeah. back in the golden age. Dude, even Watchmen had delays. Right. Yeah. We're talking 85, 86. That's when the, the boom was happening in comics. Yeah, well. Ish. Ish. That's but. when the, the the transition from the kids stuff to the hey we can tell adult the next Wait, but that's hey, a whole we can be that's serious whole about this. Like, yeah. And it does not only well but super well commercially. Yes. yes. Wait, anyway, but Miles Morales uh, yes. absolute carnage. His what it's a three issue series, right? I think it's three or four, but yeah, it's great. It's Scorpion's in there from the jump, and, yep. which is always awesome. Yeah. I love seeing me some Scorpion. The artwork is interesting. It's like more like angular and graphic and I kind of miss Sarah Pacelli, but at the same time, I'm okay with this version. It's not like, I, I'm not like glued to the page like I was with Sarah Pacelli's stuff, but it was it's still good. Is and the like, story still keeping you in, though? Yeah, it's still keeping me in there. It's it's fun. Sometimes you hope, like, if the art kind of lacks a little bit, like yeah. the story's good, and vice versa. No, it definitely mm-hmm. does, because it's a new, like, kind of take on Carnage, where he can, like, turn other people into symbiotes as he goes, and it's like... He's never really done that before, so it's interesting to see this kind of mad he's world. Got, like he's got like a god symbiote going. Yeah, on. it's it's he's a growing next, an army. It's like a next it's tier pretty, stuff. It's pretty impressive what they're doing in that story. So props to Donny Cates on that. Yeah, actually, props to Donny Cates at all because this past weekend, dude got married. Oh, well oh. done, dude got married. Well Congratulations! Done. And forgive me for not immediately knowing his wife's name offhand, but she's so cool <laughs> that the bride on their cake. Is a venom bride. Okay. Oh, get okay. out of here! Right. Half the cake. That's is... why you put the ring on it, right yeah. there. Yeah, that's that's. She the seems one. really cool too. So <laughs> shout out to them. Hope they get married or enjoy marriage, um, and lots of creative love between them. Yes, they're both creatives, and it's always cool when those two kinds stuff. of people come together because you never know what the outcome could be. Could be usually it's something really awesome right. to read. Black Lightning, for example. <laughs> exactly. Two people are married, so yeah. Indeed. Um, I also was watching the Watchmen series on HBO. I watched the first two episodes. How is that? <laughs> I've got the first two under my belt as well. What a show. Really? My God. It is <laughs> incredible. It starts with a gut punch, though. <laughs> yeah. Really? It does. It's not messy. Like, yeah. I think I I was texting uh, Dakota, because she was asking me about DC shows, because we were catching up, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just started, and that first scene hit, and I just had my phone like this, and I was like, this show has no chill. <laughs> <laughs> like, so from, it's like an anime almost? From the jump. <laughs> like, it, no, it goes, around. it goes rough. And it took me a minute, because I was watching that, 
and then I was like, this is not the source material. No. But then I went back, because I've got like this worn out trade paperback of Watchmen, and went through it again. I was like, oh my god, no, this is exactly what the the story That's is. That's awesome, yeah. man. Because it is deeply rooted in like 20th century American history. Yeah. It really is. I can get behind some of that. And them. so now what we're seeing is something that takes place not in New York City, but Tulsa. Yeah. And like what's okay, going that's yeah. yeah. What's going on in the middle of America during like all this like post watchmen stuff? Like what's really going on? And it's like spoiler, it's not even much of a spoiler. Just go full spoiler. Yeah, we're full spoiler pod. It starts out with a, a race riot yes. in the middle of Tulsa. Really? The Klan is in the middle of not <laughs> ready for that. No. Like I wasn't because I don't know what I was expecting, but then as soon as I read it and saw what the creators were trying to do with the story, I was like, oh my god, they're nailing this. Yes. But I just felt, you're devastated in the first, what, three minutes of three the Three and show? a half is when that scene finally ends really? and the kid's like holding the baby and yeah. in the field. And you are just absolutely devastated. And then by the end of the second episode, you're devastated again. Yes. You're just like, what From that same character. That's what I like, though. Oh, man. I want some, they're, I want some heart They're keeping that theme going. But I really love. Let's talk about the iconic, the iconic images. Oh yes. So the one that stands out the most is the blood drop on the police badge. I, I thought you were gonna say the raining squids because that, that was. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're really doing that. Huh? That took me a like, minute to okay. figure that out. And then, <laughs> That's from the OG Alan Moore one. I yeah, was like, when they oh. go, do you believe that the squid whatever is really a government conspiracy to sell a theory that we're being attacked by creatures from another dimension? I was like, son. You heard my pin drop. Yeah. I was like, damn, they're selling the graphic novel. <laughs> yes. Which is oh, good. And I love that cop with like the pseudo Rorschach mask. Yes. He I is think it was good. Is his name not Mirror? Something else? There are know. scenes where he's, he's just on the couch eating beans he's with the mask, and you're like, that's Rorschach. It is. It's basically going to be him for Halloween, actually. I yeah. saw a mask. Well, you don't want to be like the Rorschach inspired no. characters no. from the show yeah because that makes you a severe racist no. okay no i'm i'm talking more of like movie watchmen no no, no. where I, you see his face constantly yeah yeah they have real masks like that that actually do that now yeah that's yeah. what i was looking up you breathe into it and whenever the and hot moves. air comes out it moves that's awesome so saying, buy two of them great honestly <laughs> great way to sell you buy two of them and then it constantly moves with two masks. Oh, that would be So your image is never the same. Yes. That, that would be hype. And like the synopsis, just for you and maybe other people who haven't seen it, it's like, do. it's set in an alternate history where mass vigilantes are treated as outlaws. Watchmen embraces the nostalgia of the original groundbreaking graphic novel of the same name while attempting to break new ground of its own. That was from IMDb. Um, Dude, it is breaking new ground of its own. It's but incredible. it's all relevant to the yeah. original content. But like, yeah, because like, the pre- like the first, I think it's a scene after that first scene in the first episode uh, there's a pullover by a police officer, so we get to see a little bit of the world building, right? And we've had it's, all these issues with policemen and guns, right? Yeah. But then he's going to go get his weapon, but like normal policemen, it's not on his hip, it's in his car, and he has to call in to the uh, police dispatch to get to his To get gun. his weapon unlocked. Really? So when like that's the world he's living knows, in. Like, yeah, like he knows he's in a dangerous situation, and he has like wow. his... <laughs> The world he lives in, like, police have been censored and, and kind of... They wear masks to protect their identity, Dude, which... that sounds like Code Geass. Ooh. Oh, hot take. Hot take. Hot yeah, take. Hot dude. Take. Okay, yeah. I'm buying yeah. into this shit. <laughs> I 100% suggest somebody watches this TV show, 
But you have to check all of your expectations at the door. Yeah. Let it be what it is. Because I walked in with expectations and got a hard gut check <laughs> in three minutes. I was like, I don't know that I won't watch this. All I knew going in was that it was supposed to be a Watchmen sequel to the like the movies and the material before or whatever. That's what I had heard about or whatever. It's then, a sequel to the comic book, not right, the movie. Right. So yeah. like I can see all the foundations of the comp like where all like maybe some of these characters got inspired from or whatever, but no, I as soon as that first scene happened in the first episode, I was like, I really, like, oh, I really dig this series though because when, especially when you find out it's present day, oh yes, it makes it so much. But better. then you can see the different, the like the the ramifications of things that happen in the comic books, like history wise, mm-hmm. like everybody's driving an electric car, yeah, but nobody talks about it because that's just normal to that's them. That's the norm because okay, that became cool. standard in the eighties because of Doctor Manhattan, right. But nobody has the internet. Like no one has a cell phone. No one's checking their phones. But they're like, "Yeah, That's this cool is though. this is today." And you're like, "Man, I really like I." You have to immediately buy into the world, but subconsciously not realize that you're buying into the world. Yeah. Okay. That's basically what you. That's like. something I really like about a story that's similar to that. I don't like whenever yeah. you have something that is so concrete. Like you guys are saying that they pull this Watchmen from the the books, and it's pretty accurate. I'm not the biggest fan of taking a bunch of creative uh, liberties that pull away from it. Mm. No, I think they're on. I they're pretty on point. They're really on point with this universe. I so that's something that pulls me in. Because it still we have feels stuff like, like Watchmen. That. You even still feel, it still feels like a Zack Snyder directed Watchmen, to be honest, because mm. some of the action scenes in there are pretty yeah, some well choreographed. Them. But there's a couple that I was like, eh, you could have done that one better. But Dude, I have no questions way. already, though, from some of those action scenes. Yes. Like, let's talk about the owl ship. Yeah, are we really are talking we, about why the police in have, Tulsa are using owl an owl ship? Did they? Did that guy hand out the model to it at some point? And I, now they're just like, Here. I think what we're gonna get, honestly, and this is just me just spitting theorizing, is that Dan Drever, after Watchmen ends, realizes that his thoughts, his ideas, his activities as Night Owl too can be used to better serve the world if he makes it a part of like police stuff and right. And makes that kind of stuff like public, just attainable. So I think seeing those kinds of things is awesome. You see that technology, how it seems retro, but somehow really current. Yeah. And the way it can thermal image through buildings and and all those things. So I think that is something the show's doing very well. And I really think if you're just kind of sitting there and you just want to get a feeling from a show, which a lot of people do, which is why you get emotional shows, our emotional aspects from the CW Arrowverse, like they're crying from Flash's dad and all that stuff. Like Some people just watch shows to just feel something. Yeah. And this show does that incredibly well. Watch me on HBO will let you know that parents are not always what you're born to, but who loves you and takes care of you. Yes. And you see that very fast in this show. And then you also see classic, iconic images in comic book history, which is Comedian's Happy Face Badge. Right. With the blood drop on it. Mm -hmm. You get to see that in the HBO Watchmen series, but it's a blood drop on a police badge. And I think that is, that if I well may, done. if I may riff for a moment, no, go for it. Man. I think that is incredibly well done for this series because in the comic books you see that in issue one, and what it tells you through the very subtle work of Alan Moore and the deaf skill of Dave Gibbons, the artist, is that you're about to get blood on superheroes. 
because what that series does is it deconstructs superheroes within that mythology and the things that they would encounter and go through being real people with those sets of responsibilities in the times that they were living. So Cold War. Yes. Right. Okay. So what would that do to those characters? And they begin to deconstruct them. In this show, you get to see that the people who are dressed as superheroes, masked folks, are the cops. And they do that for their protection. And you get a blood drop on a police badge. So this series, very like low-key but obvious, is going to deconstruct what happens to cops when they're faced with the challenges of superheroes existing and how they're going to react and live in this particular world. And I thought that was so beautifully done. Oh, yes. Like, that blew my mind when I saw it. And I was like, I realized how deep into it I was when that scene occurred. Uh, when I was sitting there watching it, and the blood drop hit the police badge. And I was like, no way. <laughs> I was like, they're doing this. This is mind boggling. Like, insane. This is so good. I am into this show. And my wife is on the couch next to me, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> they just killed the cop. And that, like, obviously that's what's up. And I was like, oh, you don't understand. <laughs> but that's something that we don't typically see is the, the police perspective of how they handle dealing with superheroes being no. like, as a form of law enforcement. See, there was this incredible series by Greg Rucka that DC did called Gotham Central. Yeah. Oh, and that's how we got Renee Montoya, who Larry became the question, and then right. revamps happened. You got to see how the Gotham PD would react to all the crazy shit that's always going on. <laughs> I need to read that. And it is, sounds awesome. It is so good. Greg Rucka shot out a fantastic writer and all of the beautiful artists that were on that particular series. But what you got was that real world perspective, like Law and Order meets bullshit in Gotham. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how did the cops... Boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> how the cops feel about Batman, not Commissioner Gordon, but, like, the detectives right. and, like, the street cops who have to, like, deal with this crap. As long as there's a comic book version of Ice-T reading and trying to realize, <laughs> realize what's happening. Yeah. What you want, what you want is a former hardcore rapper singing <laughs> Fuck the Police and Death to Cops who now portrays police. He handles right. the world's most serious cases. Isn't that a circle to come full around? That's something else. In you know what I would call that? Yeah. I would call that ironic, but I would also call that maturity. Yes. Because mm -hmm. like, yeah, you want freedom, but you also the older yeah. you get, the more you're like, it's yeah, not that but, bad, is but it? But we need to... Well, I'm not going to... Whoa! <laughs> whoa. Yeah. Brother! Whoa. Did I do it? Thank Did God it was it? you that said it, not one of us. <laughs> no, like, Shots I'm not... fired. I'm never going to say how somebody else's perspective should be but what i will say is like getting older always changes your perspective for you, sure you're more inclined towards security than you are anything else the older you get so yeah the idea of protection is something that you wouldn't just throw away without you know yeah, really thinking about actually animals. 10 years ago i don't need protection <laughs> beat it I'm wild, bro. You need to protect from me. Exactly. <laughs> now I've got like kids and a dog and a wife and a house, and I'm like, well, I mean, you know, I, mean, I could use. <laughs> you can protect me. I guess. Somebody <laughs> wants to protect me. That's cool. If you want to take the show for me, then. I'm like, I mean, still don't pull me over. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. Well, Brandon, have you brought any delicious treats for us in this segment of the show that you would like to recommend for everyone? Oh my god! If we're talking about recommendations, I can go deep. Uh, I am a Wednesday warrior yes. for New Comic Book Day, 
And I know you guys are pretty good at plugging incredible businesses that you're a part of. (laughs) So I'm going to go ahead and I always plug this guy because he's insanely undervaluing his product. Uh, Not in a bad way. Right. Uh, But Justin's Comics on uh, Main Street in St. Charles. It's a Mm -hmm. comic book shop there. He has half off new comics on Wednesdays. Oh, my God. So, dude, new comic book day, all comics that are new. Half off. Oh, come on. Dude. The Too guy's good. insane. <laughs> Too good. Tuesdays, buy two, get one free. What? Monday, everything in the store is half off. Wow. Dude, they're like, sales are insane. Check out his Facebook page. Uh, check out his Twitter, Justin's Comics. Uh, you'll know if you found it because you're looking at crazy, insane deals. Uh, he hooks me up every week. Excellent customer service. The guy runs my pull and hold like the mafia. Like the mafia. <laughs> He's like, we like you. We got a good interaction. <laughs> I, like it. I like what you do. You come here. We appreciate your business and your loyalty. We broke a guy's awesome. legs who tried to get the last copy of the book you asked for. That's amazing. He gets the new stuff. He finds the old key comics you're looking for. He's excellent at finding some key issues. Um, so... Shout out 100% Justin's Comics in St. Charles. Dude, Followed. I think you'll be happy to hear this. I was talking to Jalen because I wanted to know what your podcast was about. So I was yeah. listening before the show. and I, Oh, that makes me feel good. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not, not, <laughs> he can attest to this. I 100% yes, listen you. before the show because yes. I was like, well, I want to see what the dude's about, see what his pod's like. you know. Yeah. And I loved it. I think you guys should check it out. Um, that's I, Galactic Dads. Yes, Galactic yeah, Dads. Dads so, I'm plugging the shit out of myself. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. Soon to be on iTunes. Soon to be on iTunes. But I was talking yep. to Jalen and I was like, dude, I've never heard of this comic shop and it's so close. I need to go check it out just off the plug you gave him. Yes. Dude, it's new. It's new. He's only been in business, I think, for two years. The guy's changing the game in our local comic book scene. Oh That's God. awesome because I don't have a spot that I would normally go to. Typically, you should go to this guy. <laughs> the, he's going to be my new plug. Actually, yeah, dude. I actually, love to. like straight up, point blank, asked Justin one day when I was picking up my pole. I was like, man, I've got a podcast. Can I record here one day? And he goes, yeah, do it on Fridays. Oh my god! Oh, not, perfect. Oh there my was god. none of that. There was none of that bullshit. Like maybe, well, we, we'll see what's we going on. We have to ask management no. and make sure it's okay. He goes, yeah, come do it on Friday. Oh my god, that's amazing. Damn straight. Damn so, right. That'd be amazing. Thinking about it before, well, the, the guy I would go to for comics. Besides, I hate going to V Stock. I I never V Stock. I would not go to. Yeah, V Stock. V Stock. So you much. can find mm-hmm. some cool like hidden gems. You can. Yes. But they're not a place to go to for new comics. Agreed. And the place I was going before that was the Wentzville Flea Market. I would go on Sunday mornings, and there was the same dude I would go to. And he Jesus had Christ, Bilky. <laughs> Bilky, we need to talk. I know. <laughs> and I would just find all these old things. And it was cool because it was stuff that I hadn't seen before. And I, I'm pretty sure the dude was just emptying his attic at this point. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to be honest. Though. There is something incredible about checking out old vintage comics. Mm-hmm. Which is it upsets my heart a bit to realize that 90s comics are now old vintage comics. <laughs> hey, that's like, how it goes. That kind of stuff breaks my this. heart. <laughs> but uh, no, if, if you need a good comics guy, obviously I'm going to suggest Justin. Um, Justin's comics is great. If you can't make it to Justin, that's great. He's a cool enough guy to be like, hey man, I understand everyone can get to me. I have suggestions of things you'd like. 
take them to your local comic book. That's store. awesome. Someone else who just yeah. recognizes that you like the comics yeah. in general, and he's going to help great. you achieve your goal of finding something new. Of just checking something out. Exactly. Um, we can make this announcement on the pod. We have hired our good friend Kenny the Plug, the one that does our intro, to manage our YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. Which we will be launching shortly. We will have a live podcast on, not live, but like a, a video podcast a good on video this. Podcast. Yes, mm-hmm. we'll have that running soon. So we'll obviously get Brandon back on the show for that, and Kenny as well. We'll have the whole kit and caboodle. But we will do a day where we go and vlog a, a trip to Mr. Justin's tell you comic what, shop. Throw me on that. I'll lead that day. Oh, for sure. It'll we'll hit awesome. up all the local spots. Absolutely. That sounds will. like a good time to me. Yes, that'll I, be a good time. What? The some of my friends who will be on my podcast soon, I met at C two E two, so Chicago's Comet and Entertainment Expo. Nice. I met them in line waiting to get in day one on Friday, my oh, first excellent. time being there. We've been fast friends since. They've come to my bachelor party for my That's amazing. Wedding. They're great. And when they came in for my bachelor party, I was like, Yeah, the bachelor party starts at like five. They were there at eight. I was oh. like, let's spend the morning local comic book shopping nice. and like i took them on a tour so it's great um, so i would love to be a part of that absolutely YouTube video. we'll take a day we'll just do yeah, it it sounds we'll wonderful let's knock it out but also since we're talking about the incredible recommendations. local recommendations yes and i'm very lucky since justin hooks me up oh. is that yeah, uh there's a in my pull and hold um what's justin always has for me i've got a few things i know we touched on briefly already with miles morales absolute carnage yes i just finished absolute carnage number four i think number five should be coming out next month uh, but that brings us back to donny cates the dude is killing this story oh. killing it eddie brock symbiote Last issue just jumped to Bruce Banner on the Hulk. Oh, for <laughs> God's sake. What does this what? mean? Okay. It's not Topher Grace, for sure. <laughs> no. 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 So, like, I'm not even going to sit here and try and sell the story any better than that. Like, Jesus. that's the type of stuff going on in this story. <laughs> I like that. I mean, who's going to step to Hulk? It is dope. With yeah. the Venom symbiote no. on. Oh, no. Besides God. Thanos, I you, can't think you know of who's, any. You know who. Like, the threat of Carnage in this particular series is legitimate enough for that to be necessary. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you've already sold me. Yeah. <laughs> right? Shit. Boom. Bro, I got all the issues. Come to my house. We'll talk. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Be a mad episode. And, um, in fact, I love Diane Cates so much. The guy's doing such strong work. He's made Venom, in my opinion. And by Venom, I mean Eddie Brock. Such a great A character that I've been checking out some of his other stuff. So that's why he got a movie. Was this mm. man's work? <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. I think Hot somebody tape. somebody at Sony and Marvel will go, Hey Don, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, well, okay. We we're going to jump wanna, on top of that. Yeah. Yes. Um, maybe it has nothing to do with that. And that's Straight how ignorant away. we are Straight about away. media. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Uh, but matter. yeah, I 100% recommend Absolute Carnage number four. Actually, the Absolute Carnage series as itself, yes. I recommend jumping on. Um, I picked up Silver Surfer Black number five this past week. Oh my! Which, right up his alley. Hey, I love Silver Surfer. Okay. Awesome. So Donny Cates, who is writing Venom, which I picked up number nineteen with the Mary Jane variant cover, that is sick by Ooh, In Hyuk Lee. Baby, you're talking it my language now. It's so Mary Jane. sick. <laughs> I'll send like. Go see Justin. He's got a couple of copies left. Get it while you can, because they're going fast. It's a beautiful cover. But 
Silver Surfer Black 1 through 5. It's a main series from Donnie Cates with incredible art from Trade Moore. Like it's I'm sorry, Trad Moore. It's it's not your normal superhero kind of art. Mm-hmm. Like it's very I'm not gonna say experimental, but it's unusual. But the cool part is is in the story credits, Donnie Cates gets credit and then Trad Moore gets credit. Well, He's the yeah. artist. That's because awesome. like you can tell that this story is a visual story, and Trav has a lot of input on that. That's awesome. Um, and then Dave Stewart's doing the colors, which are just... I don't know how to say this, besides <laughs> this book is cosmically awesome. <laughs> All right, I can be like, you're selling me, So man. I'm going to give you guys like a small taste. Like, <laughs> Silver Surfer goes through a black hole and ends up like billions of years in the past. Okay. And meets Noel the symbiote god who is like the god of darkness and stuff and mm-hmm. he battles silver surfer who meets ego the living planet when ego, what? ego <laughs> guys guys god. guys ego is an infant he's an infant planet but somehow within that kind of interaction stuff silver surfer meets galactus while galactus oh, is you're still no. within no no galactus is still within the cosmic egg Oh, oh my god! So you're yeah. telling me it's like the birth of all of them. There's it's a... the birth of all of it, but it, oh what it does. And okay, so you're seeing all this incredible cosmic goodness while giving relevance to this relatively new big bad in the Venom series mm-hmm. that Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman are just fucking nailing. Hell yeah! Like you get that, and then you get this like Norn Rad is going through these incredible personable moments, oh, like wow. they're within him, and it's like. What would you do with that kind of power? Now you have nice. the option to kill your maker before your maker is your maker. Oh like you you get these moments and why he does what he does or doesn't do something or how he fights something. And then at the very end, the very end, and I, I can't sell this series enough, you get Silver Surfer Black. Oh my god. What better character to do something like that than Silver with Surfer? With Silver Surfer, yeah. right? God, and the way he manipulates his board and uses his power cosmic, just kind of like new, unthought of ways, which Donnie Case is so good at taking like the mm-hmm. old Marvel characters and being like, they've been doing this for so long, but what if the dude gave Venom wings? <laughs> Why not? Why no. not? Yes. That makes total sense, but no one ever thought, yeah, that probably makes sense. <laughs> the, I mean, this is the stuff he does. Like, Silver Surfer turns his board into a sword. Oh my and god. And battles with it. And you're just saying, <laughs> oh yeah. God. So, obviously I'm selling the shit out of this series. <laughs> a Marvel, send me a check. Yes. Um, then after that, uh, I've got the Sandman Universe Presents Hellblazer number one. Okay. Oh. This is dope. This is a dope book because the with Hellblazer or John Constantine, mm-hmm. um, DC has faltered in the fact that they tried to bring him into the normal DC Universe proper. Right. And that, that just don't work. Like, he is not that character. Right. So what we have now is DC's Black Label. They slap that label on this book. The Sandman Universe presents Hellblazer number one. Cool. And it's by Simon Spurrier nice. with art by Marcio Takara. And I tweeted at Marcio Takara already. I was like, dude, I will read anything. <laughs> it is gorgeous. And he actually responded with thanks. So. Really? That's awesome. Obviously, I can quit my job. I'm famous. Probably, yeah, I'm famous. Probably famous. No big deal. But I, Check me out. Like, it gives you the John Constantine everyone's been missing since the early 90s Hellblazer. Nice. The dude that 
um, Keanu Reeves wanted to be in Constantine. Yes. But was reserved to because... Movie. Yeah. Yeah, which Keanu do anything. Dude, okay. <laughs> that's a good movie, but we'll get to that another time. But I 100% stand behind anybody who wants a good John Constantine story to read the new Hellblazer number one. Nice. They're doing solid work. Um, if you want a strong Batman story, I know earlier we talked about Matt Reeves' Batman, how we're hoping he is a detective, and those kind of stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Batman's Grave, number one, uh, is written by Warren Ellis. I'm already hooked. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's a perfect First of all, it's a great title. I'm already hooked. Yeah. And we've got artwork uh, by Brian Hitch, who nice. is either just finished or has been on the Hawkman title, killing it with Robert Vendetti. Incredible stuff there. He's moving to this. This is a solid story. I mean, this is a detective story. You're really getting to the nitty-gritty of Batman, like real-world stuff, which is sweet because I'm so tired of seeing Batman in space. Yes. So this is incredible. Yeah, I can agree Like, I love one. what Jim Lee did for Batman when he did his Hush thing. They made him, like, the more action movie star kind yeah, of stuff. But, absolutely. like, at the end of the day, there's more times than not that I want to see Batman. When I read it, I want to be like, okay, this is, like, a cool noir detective story. Right. Like, I want to see, see from Batman what you get from Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Maleev on Daredevil. Yes. That's the level I want Internal Batman Eternal monologue. <laughs> <laughs> Gazing angrily over your city yeah. with the rain coming Angst, down. bro. Yes. Angst. Angst. All I of haven't it. had a warm meal in three weeks. <laughs> like, that's what I want for Batman. <laughs> also, uh, speaking of that kind of street-level stuff, there's a lot of Joker comic books popping off right now. Well, of course. A ton of them. One that I think stands out, like you wouldn't believe, is Joker Killer Smile. Uh, and that's kind of an oversized black label uh, comic book. That's by Jeff Lemire. And right. if you don't immediately know who the fuck that is, that's I me. don't know. Right. That's me, dude. Right. <laughs> and we've got art by Andrea Sorrentino on that. It's okay. book one of, I think, three. Solid. I mean, if you can read anything from Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino, you know you're about to get some quality. Okay. So I 100% recommend that. If you're trying to sift through all this Joker hype stuff, <laughs> that's the book you pick up. Okay. Um, that's a good rec right there. And then finally, this one's for you, Jalen. Oh, boy. Uh, it's also for me because oh, I love the story. I love the art. <laughs> Is, uh, so there's a new Spider-Man uh, series out. There's a new it's Spider-Man, Spider-Man Man series Spider-Man. Out. It's Peter Parker. Yes. Get out of here. Oh, the Peter but, Parker. I'm obsessed. But, I don't know that the character actually is focused on Peter Parker. So the writer of this series is J.J. Abrams and his brother. So the brother Abrams... Oh, I did hear about that. Oh, on the last no, no. pod you guys had. I'm glad That's right. I, I think you did. On my yes, you did. So issue two of the Spider-Man series from the Abrams brothers came out. And on art duties is... Who do you miss, Jalen? Who do I miss? Who do you miss seeing Draw Miles Morales? Oh, Sarah Pacelli. Sarah Pacelli is doing the art chores. And let me tell you something. There is killing it, and then there's spider slaying it. And that's what Sarah Pacelli is doing. So the story is kind of a, it's like a very interesting, kind of different take. It comes from a different direction. But god damn, even if you didn't even read the words, you you look look right at the book. You're like, Sarah Pacelli... Anything you draw. She could draw poop emojis, and I'd be like, this is a good book. I still have all of her, when when they did the Swinging in the Tree uh, story art with him and Gwen Stacy or whatever, oh, from her Spider-Gwen, I have all her so covers good. from that series, bro. Oh my god. So Beautiful. Good. 
And I hate to just say say like crazy things superlative and sound like our uh, president and stuff. (laughs) But I just to if you pick up that book, like say you're at the comic shop and you see the rack of new comics, and everybody will always tell you you want a bomb cover artist because the cover will get people to pick up the book. Obviously, unless they're already really into the character or the writer or whatever. But if you have just just a layman sitting there. Sarah Pacelli's artwork makes you pick up that book. Yes. She is on fire. Yes. It's never not eye-catching. It's, no. a, it's a neck-turner every single time, because you might walk past her for a second, but you catch her in the peripheral, and you're like, hold on. Holy crap. What yes. did I just see? Wait. I almost went to check out, but there's something <laughs> And because, right like, there. you know, I'm also trying to be a comics artist, as some of you may know, but, like... Oh, I'm very some, well. They're, like, <laughs> I, can, I can rank all of her covers. Like, some of them are I like more than less, but, like, to the average person, like, Literally every single cover that she gets to do is just magnificent. She took a series like Spider-Men yeah. from Bendis, which, I mean, people are either polarized by Bendis, and that's fine. I'm on, I'm on the other side. I'm I like on, him a lot. I'm on board with Bendis because the guy understands conversation. Yes. And while I'm not a fan of Civil War II, things no. like that, his early work, the stuff where he does character-driven stuff is fantastic. Event-driven stuff, yeah, he falters a bit, but the art on all of it from Sarah Pitelli, <laughs> I'll buy the book. Yes. Hell yeah. They made Mysterio a good villain in Spider-Man. They did. That I hasn't been, That hasn't been accomplished <laughs> since Kevin Smith's Daredevil run in the Marvel Knights era of 99-2000. Nice. <laughs> I'm serious. We're looking at over two decades. Hard facts. And I'm now old enough to be able to tell you what was good in 99. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you what, back in the 90s. <laughs> okay. True story, though, I'm only 33. Like, I'm not that old. No, I just knew it was good back in the day. Oh, my God. Well, those are all absolutely splendid. I now have things to do and spend more money on. Right? <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you don't want to spend money on it, it's fine. Come to my house. <laughs> read my stuff. We'll, we'll have a land party for comic books. We can. We'll, want to, we'll Skype about it. I'll just turn the page for you. Hell, yeah. yeah. So I have one recommendation, but it kind of flips the script a little bit. We're moving away from paper books, and we're moving on to the big screen. Oh, really? Ooh, yeah. Yes. What do we got? So. What is happening here? I, I'm going to take an assumption here, Brandon, and assume that you might be a Game of Thrones fan. You would be surprised knowing that I have not invested the time in that. That's a better answer than a no. I'll He's tell you that much right now. Do, I just can you get into older stuff like... Um, you know, kind of the medieval age thing. Absolutely. Okay. Fantasy, then this might be up your alley. Yeah. So we're not entirely in the realm of fantasy, but it's more of a drama biography. Okay. So there's a movie that came out on Netflix starring, um, I just lost his name. He's playing the new Batman. Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Yes. yes. Oh, 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 oh. I think, okay, yeah. please, go ahead. It's called yeah. The King. Yeah. Oh, so I, I have seen that on there. Yes, I watched this movie last night. It's a little over two hours long, so you're going to invest some time into it, but it is heavy, man. Let me tell oh, you about really? this. Really? Yes. So you follow the story of Hal, who's a wayward prince, and he's the heir to the English throne. Okay. So he follows his father, who's a, a, tyr- a tyrant? Yeah. Okay. He's a tyrant. Henry V. Yes. So he's following Henry V, and it goes through all the drama that he deals with in becoming a new king from being a young prince, going into war and dealing with real battles, and then you see Robert Pattinson come in, and he's the king of France. Mm. Oh! Yes. All right. All right. So, you, so we get to see yes, a king who's not real. British. Yes. yes. Oh, this is a new level. You oh, get baby. into some nitty-gritty stuff, and it's heavy the whole time. There is one scene where I almost had to look away, and they're fighting, and it's this big battle scene, and it's 
kind of uh, Battle of the Bastards esque, where you oh get to both sides and they're just in this mud pit. Oh and they're going God. at it. And I know you, you were always selling think, this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Think of a war where, well, when you think of war, a lot of times people think of heroes and the people who stand up on top of the pile of all the bodies and they're super triumphant, but they don't necessarily show you the nitty gritty that's underneath it and how dirty the and dude awful on the bottom it is. of the pile. Right. Yes. Yeah. And they show you that in this, and it's hard to watch. Oh, There's God. a scene where what's the, this called? The King. Okay. So there's a scene where the guy falls into the mud, right? And a foot just comes down on the back of this man's head, and he is submerged under the mud. And so... This is just a movie, not a series? Yeah, it's a movie on Netflix. I'm watching this tonight. It's crazy. I have anxiety just hearing this description. It gave me so much anxiety. I watched the dude's head go under, and it's less than half a second. It's done, under the mud. And you think, what if I was that guy in that scenario? Because my head's under, I can't breathe, there's all these people, and there's no one to help you pull out, and you're panicking. And so that's what it felt like throughout a lot of the movie, where I was able to invest myself in a character that's not even a main character. He's just a body (laughs) in the mosh, and I'm like, oh my god, if that was me, I don't know what I would do. It's super muddy, people are slipping, they're falling, and then all all of a sudden, someone climbs on top of you, and they got a, a war hammer coming down on top of you. It's... Yeah, I'm going to tell so you what you relentless. do. You die. You die. One hundred percent. And you see it with um, you see it with Hal. Hal gets in a lot of situations where he's about to die, but then there's a knife in his pocket. Boom, boom, boom. Stabs him to the back of the head. He's whatever. Prison maybe. ready. Yes, yeah. it's insane. A great movie. I would I'm totally this recommend movie it. Tonight. Oh, yeah, God. it's it's pretty bad. That, too, that yeah. sounds like a movie I could sell my wife. You guys could watch that before the gaming thing starts at 5 a.m. Yeah, we could. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly yeah. what we could do. And yes. I already like Robert Pattinson. I know it's kind of corny to enjoy him after the whole Twilight series. And it's not corny at all. Listen. In fact, there's a movie I'm super hyped for with Robert Pattinson, The Lighthouse. Oh. With Willem Dafoe as oh. his co-star. Sorry, that's that's sold right there. Yeah, that sounds from amazing. the same director as The Witch. Oh, nice. Great. And it's just like these two dudes living their life in this lighthouse on that island. Can't wait to see this movie. <laughs> I think he's he does the, the drama role so well. And he like, does. I miss Water for Elephants and a few of the other things mm-hmm. he was in. I'm not going to lie. Full disclosure, I saw all the Twilight movies. I read all the Twilight books. I didn't read the books, but I did see all the movies. Did not read the books. I saw one film because (laughs) a friend of mine... Because what? Because uh, of a female. No. A female That was why we had to go see it. We were playing Halo in his basement, and he got a text message saying that's what they were doing. She was going to go see the new movie, and he looks at me because I had a car at the time. He didn't. We were like sophomores in high school, so his birthday hadn't come up yet. Jesus Christ, you're... Right. So, uh, yeah, I am very young. I was already And voting. black don't crack, baby. I'm going to look like this for a long time. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, gets the text message. And then he looks at me and he's like, hey, man, can we go see Twilight Bros? She's going to be blah, blah, blah. And I, we had known that he was been crushing on her for a while. And so I was just like, oh, for the love of God, man. I cannot do it. I cannot do it. So then he just begged me. Anyways. End up seeing the movie. There was a weird girl in the audience who got like really mad at something that happened on screen. So she's like, it's not the same as the fuck. Yeah, she's just like, oh, what the hell? Like, like our like, nerd at the end yes. of Avengers. <laughs> Avengers. Like we that had this guy. Wait, 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 wait. Some Avengers what? Oh, Infinity War. Oh, no, okay. no, it wasn't. It was Infinity War. You're okay, right. by the way, hang on real quick. Everyone listening, <laughs> this is what I do on my podcast. We go on these weird, deep <laughs> rabbit holes <Deep> <laughs> that are entertaining but have nothing to do with the initial comment. 
We already realized that we're going to watch The King later. Yes. But yeah. we're talking we are about this nerd this real in the quick. theater. But I am, <laughs> it's not even quick. We're, we're going to make this enjoyable, but we're gonna, I, I want to get to the end of it. Oh, so you yes. guys were watching Infinity War? Yes. And there was a nerd in the audience at the theater. Yes. Stood up, said some shit. Verbally, Let me out know. loud, said. Let me hear. Oh, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm so confused. And we're talking like full on Captain Sweatpants. Kind yes, of nerd. Mike. <laughs> Fresh out of oh, his mom's basement. I could smell rumble from like four rows back. It was Reaked that bad. And you would assume do code someone rant. like that, that he would have some understanding that, you know. The There's people, going to be differences. Yes. <laughs> not only that, those people who got snapped away, they're not really dead. Okay. Like it's not over no. for them. So for all. him to stand up at the end of the movie and. You and know, really, just like totally spaz out because it was something he'd never seen before, blew my mind. Sorry, we have notes from our producer. <laughs> the producer is. What does it? this mean? Hello, Bilky's mother has come down to the studio. You can say hi. We're recording. It's all right. It You've been on okay. the pod before. I have. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Guys, well, I feel like I'm in the presence of celebrity. <laughs> I never get to meet the producer on any of the shows. Yes, well, this is her facility. So yes. Indeed. Uh, what is happening here? Was there the, a, a request? We're getting calzones, actually. Calzones. Just wanted to know if you guys wanted one. Calzones from where? That sounds lovely. I'll take a calzone. Sauce on the side. Yeah. The sure. new place in Wentzville? Well, they're all over, but that one just opened this week. That one, I saw the billboard today while I was driving back from getting the oil change with the family. Boom. I texted you the menu. Awesome. awesome. Okay. Well, yes, we, we might be. The producer is way better than anyone in my life. Right <laughs> yeah, we can let you know in some amount of time. Oh, I'm yes. awesome. What's this? That is Cooper's Mock uh, Honey Whiskey, if you would like a sample. Yeah, you want to try it? It's pretty damn good, honestly. I Sponsored this episode of the podcast. <laughs> I will say 100% that I appreciate the offer. But I will not be dining with anyone this evening. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. I will be leaving. Thank you so much. You're though. welcome. I do like whiskey. That's good. Isn't it? That is. Fryer Tuck. Nice honey uh, off of Off K on a foul. It's like that. It's person. that way. But yes. Oh. I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know. I always just point I in a direction like with my hand and then direction. Where it's at. You're disoriented, but that's okay. All it is the disorientation. That way. That's why we got to get the stuff. Anyways. Yeah, um, well, happy casting. Text me what you guys want. Will do. Will do. She's fantastic. Yes. We have I the best am. producers around. She is really awesome. <laughs> she I don't even <laughs> have a producer. I'm the producer. <laughs> she makes Jalen eat, be- eat his vegetables, though, that's for sure. It has to be done. He needs no, somebody. No, con- no consequence. My I, goodness. I just got lost. Where were we, though, before that? We were talking that. about uh, Captain Sweatpants and how he ruined oh, the end of Infinity yes. War. Yeah, so he was mad at the end of the movie. Because they yes. all got dusted, and he was like, there's no way, I don't understand what's happening. He thought they were all gone. Like, like, dude, gone, wait, gone. Really? wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That guy stood up like there's no way this happened. He literally <laughs> stood up in the theater. He's not a, he's not a real comic fan. No, he's not. Because Dude, the, I sat there with my wife. Yes, run with this. Okay, all right. <laughs> Guys, hot. this is where they bring me on so I can just riff this shit like crazy. <laughs> Go hot. I went hard at Avengers Infinity War with my wife, who, very casually a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan, hasn't read a comic book in her life. She so much is against reading comic books she doesn't read the shit I write. Right. Like, <laughs> not, like Goodness. Hot, hot take, Jalen and I create comic books together. We but, do. And my wife is just not interested in it. And it's no fault of her own. She's just not interested in that. Right. But she likes the Marvel movies, which is why I think the Marvel movies are a great thing. They're you awesome. Get, you get very menial 
people who are interested really invested in it. She was crying in Endgame with me just alongside. <laughs> she cried a little bit in Infinity War. But my wife, who only has seen like Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, all this stuff on TV, and Guardians of the Galaxy, whatever, at the end of the movie was like, she was like, oh, I'm devastated. Like, how are they all dead? And I was like, girl, you don't know. <laughs> like, oh, you don't know. What has been done can be undone. And she was like, but they're all dead. It's done. No. If this Captain Sweatpants was a real fan, he would know. Obviously, it's going to be undone. Yes. And literally, like, me and Doki both both knew. But, like, the scene still had its, uh, had its thing going on. But at the end of the day, that, that scene happens at the end of the movie. You're still just like... <gasps> it's oh a good friendship, don't get me wrong, but like, <laughs> there's no need for you to stand up in the middle of the fucking movie and have some obscene outburst that has nothing to do with it. No, no, no. And they already announced part two, bro, like, before it even came out. Like, they come literally on. said, oh, Infinity War, instead of just one huge movie, we're going to split it into two movies months before this movie it's way before it even oh, came out God. but i mean i i almost have to like give kudos to him because i will never forget that movie experience for him doing that no the fact that he did that just like burnt it into my memory and i'm gonna remember that forever going to the movie with you and experiencing infinity war is true it is a memorable moment, but... What a clown ass at <laughs> the end of the day. <laughs> what a guy. I've never seen anything like it in my life, honestly. Can I make, like, a creative request? Absolutely. The next Marvel movie, can we all just go together? Oh, yes. Yeah. That's 100%. I mean, obviously I'm bringing my wife, because that's a that's galactic fine. dad thing. That's fine. That's okay. Have She's great. She's hilarious. I look forward to meeting her then. We see a lot of Marvel movies together. That's usually how we can get the pod to go smoothly. Honestly, that's how I have to like frame it. I'm like, honey, I want I want to go see this movie. And she's like, Well, you know, like our daughter and all this stuff. Like and (laughs) I'm like I'm like, No, I do love our daughter and I love you and I love our family. (laughs) But I'm just trying to get there. But if I can like pull other Yes. I'm like, honey, look, it's a podcast network now. Yeah. She'll be like, <laughs> we have to do this. We have this. to do this just <laughs> in case, you know, She'll we have like, to. All right, I'm on board. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. I mean, like, we could maybe even bring her on to the pod someday. We yeah. No, we dude, I've together. been trying to get her on my own pod for so oh. long. She's hilarious. I've got eight episodes in, and that's before the stuff I even post on SoundCloud, which right. I'm not moving to iTunes and Spotify. Like, I'm like, honey. You're funny. Yes. Talk to me. Quite. Like, I don't even want her to, like, do, like, some script or something. I'm like, just react to the stuff I say. <laughs> the natural banter is what makes it funny in general. It is. Like, honestly, I feel like the energy that you two have made me want to be on the show. Oh, my God. That's, That's inspiring. My, my All right. Nice. You guys, like, hot take, you're the first... And I feel bad saying this because I've been listening to podcasts <laughs> we, for a while. Are we your first, Brandon? Is you that... are the first podcast I've ever rated and reviewed. Yes! yes! We've it's done true. it. Yes! It is nice true. Nice. It's true. That feels good, man. I appreciate that. It's fantastic. It should feel good because I gave you a five. Oh, oh now we're talking. The, the, re- the review was harsh, but you got a review. <laughs> that's fine. So that's all that matters. <laughs> I'll take a review any day. I'll take it. Well, we have done it yet again, gentlemen. We've made a 
damn near a two-hour podcast. My God. What? This might this, be the longest I think podcast it is. a little bit of nerd has you ever You know what? Done. That is my fault. It's okay. No, I'm a guy who rabbit hole stuff. I apologize. We'll go down all your rabbit holes. No homo. That makes me feel attractive. <laughs> <and> I appreciate <laughs> it. You're welcome. But we did it. For zero dollars and zero cents. What? Again? Once again. I have heard you guys have done that, and I have been blown away figuring <laughs> out how it happens. Well, we use a, pod- a site called podcast.com. It's the best place to host your podcast. Tell me more about it's, it. It's free. It's 100% free, and you have unlimited storage, unlike SoundCloud, which makes you pay for the amount of content you put up there. I paid $16 this month just to do it for unlimited storage. This man's a victim. You this know man's what? a victim. He is you, a victim. You know what I also heard about podcast.com? No, what is that, Mr. Brand? Easy, easy RSS feeds into the <laughs> iCloud library yes. to make your podcast seamlessly transition to Apple Podcasts, be mm-hmm. easy to find on the directories, <laughs> and blow it away. They are SEO optimized to make your podcast easy to find by interested listeners. That is a fact. Those are cold, hard facts. Seamless That's how we bring it to you. <laughs> and you know what this sounds like? It sounds like you have one conversion from this lead, and it is me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> the Galactic Dads Podcast. You are more than welcome. Uh, and if you want to catch any of these comic book recommendations, you can use Comixology. It's usually linked to your Amazon account. Most people don't know this. Absolutely. But, I mean, if you go to your Amazon account, and you go to your account settings, and there's a little tab that says Comixology, and you can click it, and with a couple clicks of the button, you have access to thousands upon thousands of of comic books from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, all those great comic book companies. It's awesome. I'm a Prime member. I found the tab. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, have this I is found a real life content. example a real life example honestly my employer is lucky I go to work because <laughs> I have found all this content that's it is, what I like to hear it yes. is honestly it is great to be a part of this show I'm very happy to be a guest the energy is insane I look forward to having you guys on the Galactic Dads podcast we will for sure Hell come yes. by yes no questions asked Brandon are you on the internet as far as social media is concerned as far as social media is concerned you can find me a couple of different ways whether it be Twitter in that case it is at Galactic Dads with an S there's more than one of us <laughs> Uh, you can also find me on the Instagram the same way, at Galactic Dads. The Facebook is coming soon. I've got the page. I just don't have the time. <laughs> because Dad. Because, yes, because, because Dad. Because Dad. Yes. I could build content, or I could change a diaper and make meaningful interactions with my daughter. <laughs> so The latter outweighs. Yeah, so, I mean, I can't blame you there. But uh, I do spend a good amount of my time listening to the different podcasts that show up via SoundCloud, via podcast.com, uh, or on the iTunes library. So you should all check it out. Find Galactic Dads and Find a little bit of nerd. Yes. These guys have drawn me in from episode <laughs> one. And Thank let me you. tell you, episode one was quite the train wreck, oh so God. it feels good to guys, hear it. Guys, it's, it's really the voices. It's the voices. And every once in a while, you get somebody like Sean Connery, who shows up. <laughs> and when he's done smacking bitches uh, to do oh something God. on the show. Love it. So I hope you enjoy it. Love it. Rate it, review it, share it, you son of a bitch. Because uh, you're not doing anything else. You're at your desk, you're at your cubicle. You're not doing work. You're just listening to content for free. 
So fucking rate it. Enjoy it. And this is all, like, it's all nerd stuff. It's great. You're a nerd. We're nerds. If you want to stand up and shout at the end of the next Marvel movie, we'll stand behind you, but we might disagree. Yes, and we will probably disown you. you yeah, can, we might uh, flame you a little bit, but that's all right. If you can't take being flamed... Get out of my lobby. <laughs> Get out of my lobby. No, we'll also welcome you into the flock and teach you how It'll, to grow uh, a thick skin. Show you the ropes. Jeez. Well, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jalen Holson as usual. Bilky, where can people find you? I am interested. I have yet to find you. <laughs> so, you can find me in the Twittersphere at LG Bilks. That's all one thing, lowercase. And you can find me on the Instagrams at B-I-L-K-O-Z-B-Y. And that is open for your interpretation. Yeah, however you want to take it. I took it as uh, the LGBT community milks. <laughs> Whatever you're looking for, that yes. might not be what you're after. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Brandon, we certainly enjoyed having you on the pod. Thank you once again. We will definitely head over to Galactic Dads. When that happens, we will link it on a Twitter page or something. Maybe we'll have Kenny set one of those up for us. I don't know. We haven't quite got there yet but yeah, the one, s- one day one day the soon the logistics the socials guys. the logistics but anyways I, I am 100% happy to be here I'm honored to be here I can't believe I met the producer who offered me a calzone <laughs> dude we loved having you we it was a pleasure it. I, fantastic. I look forward to coming back Yes. And I also look forward to having you guys on the Galactic Dads podcast. Hell yeah. Do we man. qualify because we do not have children? We just, yeah, we don't get case, the dad role. In case there are any yeah. legality. Well, we yeah. are uncles by trade, but is that... It's a deal. I don't want to upset any of our listeners, but uh, you guys are galactic, and I'm looking at one of you. No, that's me. You probably <laughs> have, have children. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> no. Like, yeah, the thing about it is I'm always a dad and I represent that aspect. So if you get Galactic on board or you get Dad on board, I feel like people would find value in listening to that. So you're always welcome on the podcast. You're welcome on the socials. And if one day you want to take over the YouTube page for a day and just go nuts, <laughs> we'd love it. Absolutely can do. So check us out. Check it out, listen more, and uh, Jesus Christ, this bottle of whiskey's gone. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is gone. It is a good bottle, though. I, I couldn't help but, you know, just keep refilling my glass. Honestly, that was a good-ass bottle of whiskey. Well, nerd friends, we are going to uh, try to get some calzones and recover ourselves after the wonderfully sponsored Cooper's Mark whiskey has been throughout our bodies this entire podcast. Uh, not a real sponsor, but none of them are. So anyways, <laughs> we'll catch you all next time, you sweaty animals. Bye! See you.